What's up, everybody? This is Carrick with ACG, and I'm here with Cadiz. We're doing the Best Gaming Podcast, uh, a shorter edition, because I, I have some games I have to review and a bunch of plans coming up, and I've got to figure everything out, so I wanted to do a shorter one and ask for um, some news. There wasn't really much news coming up, so I was like, okay, we're just going to do a shorter one. Saw that Cadiz was home. And so I was like, uh, have him jump. Uh, originally, I was going to do this solo so that everybody didn't think that I was like, you know, the other guys weren't allowed on. But uh, I Never happened again. to see him on. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, eh, thanks, but uh, you're done. Uh, and you have your birthday today? Yeah. So 27. How's it feel to be 19? How's it feel you know, it's to, weird. Can, you can finally drink. Yeah. <laughs> just today. Yep. Just Any other time, not happening. Just today. No. So yeah. you just decided to stay home. That's age for you, man. Where, like, remember, it it was 13 was a big deal. 13 was the deal. People, everybody's coming over. You were doing huge things all the time. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. later as you get older, you're like, you might celebrate it, but it's not with the same vigor. Instead, it's more like it's, a, a tombstone celebration. Yeah, it's it's the downward gradient yeah. from once you hit 21. It's like, and for those who are interested in drinking, like, that's the final milestone. Yeah, it's that's like, the final milestone. Yeah, 25, you can rent a car, but... Who's out there renting a car? You probably have your own already, so you yeah. don't need another one. So it's like, yeah, it's kind of like less and less and less, and and depending on you know how where you are, if friends right. are around, where your yeah. job is, yeah, it's scheduling like scheduling. any time. It's, it's the whole. Oh, you froze. Just a. Oh, there you go. You're back. It's the whole what? What did you? It's say? the whole. It's the whole D and D kind of scheduling yeah, to get together to get kind of thing. It's together. like. It's no different there than it would be for getting a game together. It's like it's always a crapshoot with with everybody especially if your birthday falls on a weekday and i like this time around i was like yeah i've got plenty of pto and we're not in a you know crisis area so i'm gonna go ahead and make a long weekend of it so i'm okay yeah, with mine that. being three days after christmas it was like everybody's just busy it's just hard most of the time everybody well, I mean, there town would be people like that. Yeah. Town, yeah that weren't even in town so it's like you got accustomed to not doing it mm -hmm. um but Something we are going to do. We are going to announce the winners in this podcast of the Dead Space. Uh, we got five winners for Dead Space. What I asked was uh, for people to go and review and rate the podcast because it's something that, unfortunately, I really have to bribe you. Just joking. I don't. I've been, there's been a good number, but it, it always helps to have people do that. And I was looking at Dead Space and going, you know, I knew it was a good game. So I was like, I'm going to give some of those away. So everybody who took pictures of the reviews sent them to me. Thank you very much. We're going to do the same thing with Hogwarts, most likely. Um, I think what I'll do, we'll, we'll just say now. I'm going to do that now. Uh, if you review the podcast, haven't reviewed it before. If you reviewed the podcast and you have a picture that you can take of you doing that, you can send it to me at my email addresses, Twitter, in the patron, what have you. Uh, this will be Harry Potter. I'll give away probably next Friday. Next Friday, I'll announce them. So in a little bit, we'll be announcing uh, Dead Space. Actually, I'll announce one Dead Space winner right now. Just sort Ooh, of preview, sort of juice the juice yeah. the wheels to get them greased up to get Here to lube up the podcast, and <laughs> we had sort of a difficult time trying to figure out how to get the names into a group, and then in those groups, how to make sure that people had uh, new people had a chance, people who had just set up had a chance. It's actually very difficult to sort of truly random. That. To get truly random, yeah, because timing alone is something where if somebody has a particular timing, uh, you know, and they hit it and you're looking at your, your like your email system, it's easier to be like, okay, you know, blah, blah, blah. But we did make a little program to give us some randoms. So give me one second, everybody. I'm going to jump in here. So everybody who 
you, just so you know, you can review on Spotify. We did find out you have to listen to the podcast, which is, yeah, interesting. You have to actually do something. You have to listen to the podcast. And then there's three numbers, three, three little dots. You can click it and review it. Roy Vasquez is number a winner number one. You sent me this on, looks like yesterday, about 24 hours ago, you sent me this. So, And I've got your email here, which I will contact you, but you were the first winner. Congratulations. I hope you like the game because Dead Space is awesome, man. Dead Space is well worth it. It's an awesome game. Um, I think it's very cool that people are getting a chance to replay it. We were talking about that prior to the podcast starting. Um, you're not going to jump into it right away. Not yet. Um, going to go because some other stuff I've been playing right now, but uh, I do want to check it out um, again to see kind of compare and contrast to the original one because I want. If nothing else, I, I know it looks gorgeous, but I want to see if the sound design is as good as it was then. Or and or better now, because yeah. it was so so amazing at the time. Yeah, it's pretty crazy to see sound design from that game because it is good. Um, be lauded back then because mm -hmm. it wasn't something. Yeah, two thousand eight. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't brought up that much. Uh, talking about news though, for a second, I do, we're just going to touch touch this shortly because it's such a weird thing. So, Mr. Beast helped a thousand people, I guess, cure cancer. Cure not cancer. That would be God, amazing. Be amazing. Like, blindness yeah. is also. You know, an amazing thing. It's, to cure. Yeah, it's no he small killed, feat. He killed. He he killed it. He killed blindness for a thousand people. Basically, helped them uh, get their vision back. Um, it was a YouTube video where he talked about this. He's like, you know, we're gonna we're gonna help one thousand people with blindness. I think it was a thousand people, and it was funny because I saw so many people getting mad about it, and I was sitting back going, "This is a world where we're like millionaires don't pay for anything. You know, they get away with everything." And then one guy's like, "All right." I will do it. And they're like, but you talked about it. So therefore now you're yeah. just egotistical you didn't, about it. I'm like, you didn't do it out of the kindness shit. of your heart. You you made it into a publicity stunt. It's What's, like, well, it, dude, sometimes yeah. that can make somebody else want to do it. And I got to tell you, at some point, the morals of it all become far less important to me than a thousand people being able to see. Yeah. At the end of the like, day. At the end of the day. Yeah. It's just, it, it, but it was the internet. It was the wokeness right. of the internet, not just wokeness because some wokeness, depending on what you're talking about, is re mm -hmm. required to move forward as a species. Or wokeness just meaning being aware of things being uh, of changing. But it wasn't even that. It was just internet. Internet's got no fucking chill at all, man. I can honeypot Twitter so easily now that it <laughs> is shocking. And then I won't even honeypot a YouTube. I had somebody mad at me on YouTube because I hadn't reviewed uh, high, low, fi. Oh, you that, mean the game that nobody knew about that the, the game Shadow that dropped? no one knew about? And yeah. I was reviewing another game, like, and they're like, "Oh, dude. but you'll review SpongeBob SquarePants selective reviewing." I see, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's how you review. You select a game to review. Like, what? It's yeah. exactly how you review." But I'm sitting there reading it, going, "That's the level we're at, man. That's the level we're at where the person isn't even pausing for a second to go, oh." Yeah, like, but if I'm surprised, Carrick, I need you. I need you to review the game that I'm interested in right now, whether or not you were informed of or have a code for. Th this is what I oh, need. I have this this too. this service that you provide um, to people. You know, I I need that tailored to me. And, yeah, and if I I'm just, not, if that's not being met, I'm going to tell you about it. Yeah, it, it's, it's like, just everything is so hot, man. I mean, yeah. I get it that people are stressed. So like, I'll usually go in and blast away a couple times and I'll be like, all right, I'm done. You know, I, I got my point out, but sometimes mm -hmm. I see it and I'm like, if this is real, we're in deep shit, man. Yeah. We're yeah. In if deep that's, shit. 
If that's the baseline, yeah. If that's the baseline, yeah. It's just like, God damn, man, we need to step it up mm-hmm. a little bit. And the same thing happened with the Mr. B stuff. I'm like, listen, I'm just as I get just as tired of seeing a, a, a screenshot with the, you know, the BJ fake face that you see, the like the BJ face of somebody on a thumbnail. Like, oh, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, you'll be surprised. This when, amazing. Yeah, no. Yeah. Clickbait what, stuff. Yeah. Look at what happened at number three. I get it because it does work and I've tested it. It does. Oh, I do see 100%. that it works. It's 100%. It, it, it does. Um, But this was like, <laughs> I, I help a thousand people. Like at some point you have to be like, yeah. all right, well, cool. It's got all the same stuff. It is clickbaity. It has got all that, but it's clickbaity. For that, it's not I gave a thousand people a thousand dollars if they covered themselves in stinging mantises or something. You're mm-hmm. just like, it makes sense. It was sort of sad to see, not sort of, it was very sad to see, uh, because also there were a lot of people who liked it, but no one talked about that. It was right. very difficult because um the chaff was so heavy on the other side that it was very difficult to say, actually, there are a lot of people who don't care. And a lot of people who don't care aren't going to comment. We've seen that before. Like, I'm just well, not going to engage yeah, with your stupidity. That's kind of standard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's you don't why, hear about that. Yeah. You don't hear about it because a lot of them aren't on Twitter, too. That is right. the one thing is you do mm-hmm. have your different groups. Facebook is different than Twitter is different than, you know, I wonder if there's yeah. MySpace still. Yeah, there is. There is. To I got to make a like MySpace that. account just to check out a, a GeoCities account. I'm going go to go to Dave's Sega Saturn page. I had a MySpace page. account, and I don't know if it's still active or even in existence. I Either can't even I. remember what email that was Do you tied remember to. being at your place looking at Dave, Dave's Sega Saturn page? It was a blue page on your Sega Saturn, and it was a news page. Oh, Do you even remember wow. that? Wow. Vaguely, yeah. That was yeah. on the broadband adapter back when, mm-hmm. um, when uh, what was the other one? When Duke Nukem came out. And you could go to the oh, website. Yeah, there, was a, there was a couple Sega sites, and one of them was mm-hmm. a, bl- a blue one called Dave's Sega Saturn site. Um yeah, I, it's every place is a little bit different. LinkedIn's pretty nice. I've noticed when I jump is there. It? Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's you know a little like, hey, I'm a marketer, but they have to sort of announce themselves, and you can you post your stuff, and it's just not anywhere near as overreactionary. It's just like, do you think it's because it there's number one, you have to presumably use real information like your own name. Number two, there's a somewhat barrier to entry that is considered a professional contact point. Those two yeah, things alone, because people, you know, you're not using most people are not using their full name actually on Twitter, mostly because there's enough people with the same name that you really can't get get away with that. But yeah, there's no real barrier to entry to get into Twitter other than you create an account and then you can start screaming into the ether. So, yeah, I think that's definitely I mean, whenever even same thing with Facebook and same thing with developer, you know, if a developer posts something on Twitter, people can say what they want to say because they're yeah. hiding in that anonymity. And sometimes that's required, depending on what a person wants to say. There are some news. uh There are some news leaks or whatever that are vital that they get out because they deal with something that's horrendous and being anonymous does help. I mean, it does mm-hmm. make it safer. So that's that's on that safer. hand. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of news coming out, did you see Jedi Survivor delayed? Yeah, I saw that. Um, I mean, for, for a couple it, couple weeks, right? Six weeks. That's the thing. Is like weeks, any kind of delay for a game is, I think it's good for two reasons. One, it gives more time to work on the game. Number two, usually the times that are announced that are so like clogged with games, I think a delay might just help get them out of yeah. that range and stuff. So yeah. like anybody coming up against like, like Hogwarts, you want to move your stuff. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to have a Elden Ring dying light two situation where you're, or uh, what was a, 
what was Horizon Forbidden West up against? Those. Elden those. Ring okay, so exactly. Those three games, like I bought two of them, but I can only play one and I didn't buy all three. Yeah. So. And all three, whether Masterclass or not, were well worth playing. Yeah. That's what was even worse. That's, the was, pr- that's kind of the yeah. like, it's the... The Your shopping of, of cart choices. only goes financially, not hours wise. Right. Like you can buy right. them all at the exactly. same time, yeah. but at exactly. that point, you're just like, yeah. all right, I was able to click all, but mm-hmm. now you are done, you know, yeah. at, at, at that point. Um, yeah, I think it was. it's awesome. I want to see them go away from any worry about delaying now. I love it. Yeah. I think, and I've seen people be like, oh, it's this is that. It's like, I don't, I have no. First of all, I'm not that caught up in it. I don't cry during Animal Crossing trailers. I don't give, like, this kind of stuff is awesome, but I'm not going to die if it's delayed. And yeah. even if it's canceled, I'll be like, shucks, but there's other stuff. There I are think so this many is, games. There's, oh, we delayed it because we want to make sure there's some, that it's better. I'm just like, okay, there. I can't, I cannot imagine a time where I'm like, that would impact me to such a great extent that I would be unhappy about it. Instead, I'm yeah. just like, okay, good. That's what. That's what we need. Delay it until you're yeah. you're ready. And then Get also when the delay comes up, this is going to sound weird. It's easier for me to review too. If it's had a delay or two, I can look at it and be like, you delayed this and you still didn't nail it. And so That's it's much fair. easier yeah. to be like, you know, you can, then you can look at stuff and sort of identify pretty quickly where something hit and be like, all right, man, you're the ones who, you're the ones who delayed this. You delayed it six weeks and you still didn't hit it. And it's uh, you, there's no real guesstimation that they should have delayed it because they yeah. did versus a game where you're like, they should have delayed this or there should be a patch. Instead, you look and go, that's why cyberpunk hit for me where I was like, cyberpunk yeah. was delayed multiple times. Look at the shit we got. Look at yeah. this dire travesty. And you know, it's been patched, but that's the thing is like when given the option, I'm kind of of two minds about it. It's like, I would rather a delay about a game that I know is going to be coming out at some point in time, rather than having it go into early access. Because we've seen how early access yeah. doesn't really help. Also, at the same time, I would rather not know. Like it's it's kind of in, indicative of you're you're announcing your games too soon. Like, I'm not saying you have to shadow drop everything, but like, get a better. Like, you have people who are employed on your team, presumably, that are tasked with scheduling, and when that scheduling doesn't match up or is not like meeting those those milestones it's like maybe you need to reassess how you're scheduling and and i know a lot of that has to do with they're beholden to the publisher but it's like you have to realize when you talk to the publisher they're not going to get the returns on what they're trying to publish if you put out a game that's trash yeah versus yes we had to delay it so that's not going to look great for the publishing aspect of it and we get it and you're putting a lot of you know time and money into advertising but on the same hand, you're going to get a much better return on a game that's feature complete and in good uh, good status than saying, okay, well, we have to meet this schedule because that's what the publisher says. And then we get infinitely less money and funding and feedback and good goodwill from the public and the people who are purchasing the product because we had to meet this benchmark that you put forth. Yeah. It's just, it, and I know it's a lot to juggle, but it's like you've seen time and time again, cyberpunk being like the the hardest hitting version of that because of its profile um but yeah it's gonna happen again and again and again it's like deus there's no need uh mankind divided had that ending cut where a lot of people felt that the game wasn't complete or wasn't as Mm -hmm. complete it was like it it needed a fourth more 
There was like three fourths ending versus one fourth mm -hmm. at the, and then a longer ending. And a lot of people felt that that game. And we do know that some games have cut content to make um, time frames. That also happens, and that's just a part of development as well. Just like an editor goes in and snips words. Well, that's, that's another DLC, thing. That that's a DLC me. conundrum as well, though. Yeah, like when right. they come out a little bit later, like, hey, here's our season pass, or hey, here's our DLC. Like, well, hey, why wasn't this in the main game? Yeah, and it's like, come on, guys, you get. I mean, shit, shit happens. Shit moves, yeah. man. I it's, mean, it's it, literally game development. It's yeah, it's a yeah. moving target. This is not this is not how, you know, how like a movie would work. Yeah. And I mean, even movies have director's cuts that come out later on where sure. they're like, this is all the stuff we cut. Better it may not be color graded as well. It may not mm -hmm. flow as well. But if you want to see all the cut content that a lot of time and what's funny is a lot of directors will be like, that's not the director's. The director's cuts the yeah, one that exactly. you saw in the theater. Exactly. Nothing yeah. to do with this bullshit. That's like no, it's, selling it's... extra copies kind of thing. Mm -hmm. That is, you know, because they're like, I yeah, the chose... studio's like, hey, we'll just yeah. put out this alternate ending or we'll call this director's cut. And, and the editor and the director are like, we didn't, we pulled yeah. that for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. It has nothing yeah. to do with that. Um, But we're seeing more delays. We're going to see more. I think Jedi Survivor being delayed a little bit makes sense. And yeah, delay them out so that we get sort of a spread. I think yeah. also everybody's tentative because of Starfield and not knowing when that's coming out. I think mm -hmm. a lot of companies are like, okay, they haven't announced in this particular time frame, let's say, you know, in the next, in the next two or three months. So it's like, all right, we could delay our game by six weeks because they haven't announced yet. So there's probably mm -hmm. a good chance it's not coming out that next six weeks and we need to shore up an animation or two. So let's, sure. let's delay. There's all that back and forth. Cause you can bet the motherfuckers got stethoscopes they are listening to the ground, just hoping right. they get a rumor or a leak or something that indicates when the big competitors are releasing too. That way they and can assess it. whether they can like, you know, do they need to move it again? Do they need yeah. to shove it all into a day one patch or like, what's their, what's their timeline looking I mean, like? Dude, if Starfield releases randomly quick drops near where Jedi survivor was originally going to go, then there mm -hmm. has to be the question. Did they delay it? Cause they heard that yeah. that's when it was coming out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's the thing that sort of excites me. I dig I, high, high, low, fire, whatever. That was a cool surprise. Um, mm -hmm. But over the long period of time, that would be ridiculously hard to cover if things were just like bouncing yeah. because I can't oh, yeah. even contact. I don't even think you and I have talked about that game yet. So it's like I don't even have the time to contact people if they're surprise games. So right. I don't want to see that as much, but I do like the idea of three months out, you know, three or four mm -hmm. months out. The problem is, is you, you got to get your PR spooled up. You got to get your... I mean, Hogwarts, just look at Hogwarts fucking pre-sales, dude. Holy. And and this is the one that they're crap. like, everyone is pushing. Well, everyone but PC is pushing the $70 price point. I've noticed it's like even even mm, Xbox yeah. is doing it because I know Sony's been kind of testing the waters with that. But this looks like this is the major push. And I'm like, this dude, makes me want to so purchase many. it. I mean, yeah, it's people are excited about it. I am one of those people, but I'm like, no, nah, this this might push me to get it on PC where I was originally going to get it on Xbox. Because it's $10 cheaper on um, PC? Or, yeah. Or, or what have you, cheaper? 20, it, yeah, yeah it's 10, usually $20, $10 cheaper. $20 cheaper on PC, yeah. But again, it's it, a lot of it's dependent on like, wake. That pushes me away from pre-order. But I mean, in general, pre-order is not really something like they didn't really have anything incredibly attractive to me for pre-orders. Like, three days here's this early, cosmetic. Right? Yeah, three days early. Here's this cosmetic Griffin you can get. I'm like, eh, it's, uh, okay, that's great. But I'm I'm more interested in like, how does it run? Like, I've I it I can't remember the exact title, but there was an EA Hogwarts game years ago 
that was almost like a virtual tour of Hogwarts. Yeah, and, and, I played and Yeah, I know that Love game. that game. It was yeah. like the, the, the top tier Harry Potter game I had played at the time. And like all the other ones is like, man, these are just not the same. And this is really not. This is the closest to that even though it's not set in the same time period, I'm like, yeah, this looks exciting. This looks like I what I like an upgraded version of what I enjoyed about that game. So I'm I'm down for that. But at the same time, get burned enough times, like I'm gonna wait until it comes out and we'll take a look. <laughs> Reminds you a little bit of like bully in Magic Land, like a yeah. bully game because you that's, know you're that's kind of what yeah what you would hope for. Like what are the classes like and and then like, does it capture the magic of school or is it about See, that was the, the thing mystery about Hogwarts. At the school. Yeah. Exactly, because Hogwarts, if you look at Harry Potter, it was mm. based around a group. It was called Harry Potter, but for the most part, it was about a group. Yeah. It also celebrated the school for only one movie. And then after that, you're like, they are so truant, they would be kicked out oh. of Hogwarts. Like, yeah. it's no. like shameless. Nobody's, gra nobody's graduating because you've never yeah. put in any, you'd have zero credit time for Vampire any of Vampire Diaries, where they start the fucking... Yeah. Uh, and they do it. They start with the bell and he'll be like, blah, blah, blah. There'll be a one liner back and forth and the bell mm. will go off and they leave. And you're like, what the fuck? Like there wasn't even a cut. It was, yeah. it was like, there's seven, no classes, seven yeah. minutes. There's no class. Yeah. yeah uh, with, with Hogwarts, it's going to be about all that, the reflection and then, you know, the ability for you to travel around outside of Hogwarts. And if that works, I think that um, when you look at when you look at like pre-orders and stuff, the three days early is probably the one major one that I don't like, but probably works the best because you're not getting extra stuff like you are, but it's in addition to that. I do not like paying to get it early, but mm -hmm. there's few things out there that you can really, that pre-orders would matter to me. And that's probably one of them. I can't think of a pre-order matter. It I mean, does I speak to a certain it. level of confidence, you would think, if you're getting it three days. Oh early yeah, they're giving people the... three days to dis on. Yeah, it so that means no day one it. patch. Yeah, yeah. That so uh, well, I can tell you two things. One, whatever people are getting that day is technically the final. So yes, the day one patch or whatever was planned mm -hmm. for that three days early. For oh, okay. Sure. Okay. Because it's like the optics on it look like, oh, yeah, you look the, yeah. like you're really confident about that. Well, they day are, one patch means day one usually, but really if, what they do is just our pushback they put it the out. release for everybody else. By yeah. Days. Yeah. Yep. That's the <laughs> yeah. smart move. Yeah. That's how they it, get it you. is. It is. It is a smart move, but it is confident in the one way of saying for three full days, you're going to have anybody who pays extra. So that means their mm -hmm. investment will be higher. That much higher. Their yeah. Expectations will probably be higher. You have three full days for people to flood the internet with their negative thought patterns that is sort of nice when you see that because then you're like mm -hmm. oh well you know either they don't know business they don't understand the internet or they mm -hmm. they they have feel confidence pretty confident in what they're yeah doing. yeah, yeah. delays are weird in that way where it, like it, in a weird way when you delay it you you add confidence but at the same time then you can make people think less confident even though you're confident enough in it to say we're going to delay it we think this is going to be even better and then the world is like, well, must be something wrong with it. For sure, something wrong. And it, it, it nothing really matches up. Yeah. And that's not the only one delayed. There was something else this morning. Oh, Titanfall, right? The Titan, that was deleted. Oh, that was, yeah. <laughs> the that ultimate delay. <laughs> that was Batgirl. Yeah, because uh, that was what? Like, they said it, some kind of single player, some kind of game? Yeah, there was like, like a, a, a push for a single player, another Titanfall. Or it's something like, wow, along that's... that, right? Because they didn't yeah. really call it Titanfall 3. Or was it like a, a potential uh, 
we'll call it a side single player single player apex legends yeah since that's in the yeah. same universe so that's which what i would have like i would have liked to see as well i wasn't as sold on titanfall to the point to where this bothers me i saw a lot of people really bothered and i was like i get it but luckily for me i i, I titanfall 2 had a pretty good story but it was so fast yeah. it was very oh, it was yeah. like it was four in out, and out four and out yeah, yeah it was if if that it was it was shorter than most fps AAA, shooters at the time call yeah. of duties kyle yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it was about half this which is fine it didn't overstay yeah. its welcome it, it didn't feel like any portion of it was truly bloated and and so i was like yeah i i i bought the game enjoyed the the single player and it was in and out and never touched the multiplayer because i'm trash at multiplayer online i liked ability to control your robots and stuff i felt that that was cool i mean titanfall yeah. overall the idea of mechs people love so that's yes. really what it is. I mean, even and Titanfall, luckily, Titanfall slash Apex, they have really good combat. They're like Destiny. Yeah. Where like, yeah, you the know, shooting is solid and, the, and it's ratcheted it, in just right. Yeah. You're just like, OK, that part's solid. What I like about Apex is that I feel that the gameplay is solid overall, where I don't with Destiny. Destiny is sort of lost in its fucking 1000 you know shards and shimmering glist yeah you know glistening all this it's kind of stepped away stuff. from You're the like the combat is... that originally made it good yeah, yeah yeah where apex is sort of like here's a lean down version we know the combat's good and here's mm -hmm. what you get to rest on this would have been maybe a nice middle ground but yeah it's not going to be the only one delayed i have a feeling or or removed this year and that also doesn't mean it's not it doesn't mean that they won't look and say we still want to visit titanfall or, or repurpose just, it i mean yeah, if you've done any amount of work maybe it's like we we canceled this aspect or this particular game because there's a better idea or we can incorporate all the stuff that we learned i mean it's no developer goes and goes well we're not going to ship this game so everything we've done up to this point uh is now erased we've uh we've taken the servers out back and set them on fire um because we're never going to use that data ever again and and the next yeah. game is a complete start from zero i'm like no one who wants to stay in business would ever do that. That makes no sense. So, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they'll just integrate it into something even better. That's what I think, too, is that some of these, I mean, you know, you could tech Batgirl had a lot of uh, the one that got canceled and mm -hmm. it was filmed, but canceled. Um, that one had a lot of big name movie stars doing cameos. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean you can't put those cameos in something else. It doesn't mean you can't look at one of those cameos and say, we do want a Michael Keaton Batman. Like mm -hmm. this, this, this could be its own thing. So it doesn't always stop everything from happening. It's just that I, I think people assume it means in the trash in some way. Yeah, like in, in, and that's that's kind that's of the, the unfortunate really true. Yeah, definition, you know, of that, and that's yeah. not that's not what that means. It means it was just it didn't didn't meet or make or whatever. But there's other things that like what was it? Platinum, um, Scalebound was canceled for Platinum. Yeah, but right. I would almost guarantee that because they made the they needed they made the new bayonetta right platinum did um well platinum yeah platinum's in charge of all the all the big fighter games like yeah Nier i'm assuming somewhere along the way some tech that they either learned or utilized in the preparation and what they had done for scalebound made it into one of their games and yeah. it's like or will yeah or will yeah maybe it's in the future so Scalebound. I mean, Scalebound's so funny because it was just a trailer, and behind the scenes, it was not. It was unplayable technically, yeah. you know. And it's like people are so up in arms. Well, it's it, like Anthem. Like, oh. It's like, yeah. I mean, you could have gotten another Anthem situation where, yeah, Scalebound put out as a trailer. All these things were talked about, so they had to shoehorn all that in. And then here's the game that came from that. It's oh. like, and then everyone is like pissed because yeah. this is just this is a shell of a game. So 
Yeah, I mean, um, overall, I'm pretty happy that some of these are delayed. Pretty happy some of these are canceled because they obviously mean something. But I'm with people. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you see a game. Uh, we saw KOTOR was going to get a remake, and that got canceled. Ugh. And they had worked and, a yeah, while. Sometimes but I got to admit, I saw that I have nothing against Aspire, but when they were the ones that were brought up as the remake creators, that did not give me a ton of confidence. I was just mm -hmm. like, oh. Oh, no. okay. That's, that's a that's a choice. That is, a cho yeah, that's a bold <laughs> choice, Cotton. Let's see how that works out for you. It's just like, yeah. and by the way, in no way, shape, or form, I'm I'm just I'm just saying their their output in the past did not match, um, Kotor, right? As as yeah. them getting that remake, you know. But fire can matter too, and 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 cost, and that's what I believe was going on with the spire is cost. I mm -hmm. believe that they undershot on the cost so much that maybe they did it too much. And that's why we saw it fall apart was that they were yeah. like, we can do this in this. Cause you look at KOTOR right now and you're like, Jesus, man, we could port this into unreal five. I oh. mean, I watched a YouTube video. I can do it tomorrow. I'm just joking. I can't, but yeah. you see those YouTube. But there videos are people like, who are we, doing like, there you are know, people. Yeah. yeah. Who so are nut bars. Are like, I love this enough that I want to see. I'm going to just put here, it in. I'm going to make this vertical slice of yep. this element of this game. Like, and that's how you get like a Superman game that looks compelling. And then the, someone steals it and puts it on steam. But you know, that ultimately yeah. somebody took the time to make something that like, wow. Okay. I, yeah, no, this looks like a great engine. Apparently it's easy to approach because someone's doing that. And this looks amazing. I'd love to see something like that. Yeah, and, Halo's yeah. got a lot of, or uh, sorry, not Halo. We're going to talk about that next. But Unreal's got so many of those uh, really quick, but still looking pretty good demo things that go on that you're like, damn. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I like it because it'll just push Unity and Crybaby Engine and all those fucking, you know, those other ones. <laughs> step that, up the like, game. Lumberyard or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it'll push them to step up the game. Ubisoft, it'll push them to step up. Even though Ubisoft, regardless of any other thoughts I may have, a lot of stuff they do in their engine is I think they're still using Snowdrop, right? Well, they use Snowdrop and the, so there's two there's AC Far Cry whatever their engine and divisions. Yeah. And there's Division there's another uses Snowdrop, one. that's right. Yeah, there's another one outside of Snowdrop and like is it massive? Is it called Massive? it might even be called Massive. I can't remember. Okay, even though it's okay. massive. Massive, massive games is massive like a, games is one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but but they have these super different, confusing. Yeah, they have these different <laughs> ones, and they all look the the big problem with Ubisoft we were talking about was not at all some of their games as a whole. It's that regardless of which engine you're playing, they they look alike, and I think that might be Ubisoft's biggest problem. Is Maybe that it's an art style, a totally different like a, engine, a, and you you yeah. still are like this looks. Well, it's like a rigid style guide that like yeah. everyone's a little yeah. too required to use. It's like, yep. oh, that's unfortunate because, you know, it all starts to feel like it's in the same world. Yeah, it feels like Far Cry and Assassin's Creed, which at times, you, you know, different engines or different whatever, yeah. completely different developers complete. It doesn't matter because the overarching hand is like it still has to fit. It's like seven mm -hmm. versions of Christianity where they've changed three <laughs> words. And you're like, seriously, it's not I me. Mean, right. But then you get something like agreement something like you get resident evil versus monster hunter both capcom games yeah both using the re engine but wildly different art styles like yeah. thematically different visually different it's like but still both look gorgeous true. in their own right it's like that's fantastic yeah true though um yeah that's i guess that's the, U, ubisoft does have some indie games i want to make sure people know i'm not saying that every game looks the same but they're three core but they're like tentpole ones can yeah. you imagine forza looking like halo and you'd be like what these, Ooh, um, you know what I mean? Like that's that's yeah. sort of what it's like. Um, or even Gears and Halo. I don't feel Gears and Halo See, look almost alike at all because one's no. third, 
first, one's high fantasy One's tech, gritty. One's gritty chainsaw yeah. tech. And yeah. one moves like... And the like, other like one, you is feel very... the weight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a totally Master Chief thing. weighs like infinitely more than Marcus Phoenix, but conversely, infinitely Marcus more. Phoenix. Yeah, Marcus Phoenix is just running around like he's just carrying like oh, a three hundred pound rucksack all the just time. Tired. Like just I'm carrying everything. And chainsaw yeah. gas and every and then but when he takes Master cover, Chief I've like, never seen somebody just slam into yeah. cover like that. It's like okay, Debris everything has weight coming out. That yeah, oh, it, yeah. Dude, that's the difference. If you do almost anything in Halo that's involving movement you see very little effects so hitting yeah. a wall or leaping you see your footprints in some of the games that's yeah. it and you see grenades i'm not talking about that i'm talking moving where with marcus phoenix and the gears of war guys everything you do is like slam da, da, yeah. Da. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like yeah. geez there's a lot of weight to everybody the gravity on that planet is always like at six versus yeah, right, r1 right it's yeah. just a little high it's like a little jupiter-ish you know the, yeah and the, they like, look mm. that way too like when oh, he yeah. shows up and his oh, dude, armor just, is just his lats yeah. and his traps. And he's like, what's that? Looking straight like a like a space marine out of yeah. Warhammer because yeah, of the fact that the gravity is so, so <laughs> heavy that everybody has to be muscular by yeah. definition. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, every character is. Have you, the fucking people who help you are jacked. They'll be like, oh, yeah, I've got yeah. some boxes over there. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. What do Dude. you do? I drive a truck, but you look like yeah. you can lift said truck. That uh, yeah, seems just abnormal. Just, even the villagers in five, you'll be helping somebody yeah. in like a small town and they're like, I fish. Uh, yeah, yeah exactly. you do. I'll be over there just a little bit. I got to, I got to pound out a couple more. <laughs> Damn. Um, yeah. So with Halo, I, I did tell people we we're going to talk about that. So Halo is going to unreal. This is something I talked about in October. Um, the reason why I was so ironclad on this which is usually not what I am is because for reasons, but it, it was for sure going to unreal. So they're going to unreal for halo's future. Um, mm -hmm. one of the first is that weirdly named, I can't remember multiplayer game. Um, I keep being told it in emails and I'm like, I, I, it, it's, it's one of those names where it just doesn't stick with me. Mm -hmm. But the idea of halo going unreal to me is like a classical case of it's about fucking time because I saw some fans saying, I hope it still feels like M Halo. And I'm like, whoa, you don't know. That has nothing to do with games. You can absolutely make the control, movement, everything feel identical to Slipstream and Halo's original engine. Mm -hmm. That That is not the worry whatsoever. Because yeah. you can no, also argue that they've adjusted his movement depending on reach, ODST, or even the later Halos with with your right. with your repel, and they've changed the weight sometimes. Mm -hmm. So people worried about that with Unreal. That is quite. It's quite. I don't even know how to describe it. It is a negative worry. That's. It is absolutely something that the developers will be able. That is not an engine um, result. But dude, to me, Unreal is the best because Deb. I mean, I've. There's been some people who are really excited about it, and to me, when you get a dev who's sitting at his desk. And he's told, hey, man, you're going to be working on this engine. It's kludgy. It's blah, blah, blah. It's the same stuff. And they're like, okay, I know I'm going to run into the same problem, trying to do the same thing. We tried to fix it for three years. Never got fixed. And then somebody says, hey, we're switching to Unreal. The big thing about Unreal, three things I talked about in my article, um, is one, unbelievable consumer support, meaning people mm -hmm. on YouTube making their own videos who could help yeah. you. As a developer, if you say, hey, I can't get this blueprint to work, you don't have to call up another dude who just works on Slipstream. You can go to YouTube and just be like, how do I don't work? 
and right. watch videos and watch it. a tutorial. It's yeah, it's such a relief. And then to see them excited was the was another one. To hear people being like, "Thank God!" Now some people like the Slipstream engine for various reasons, but it was created back in a day when you made your own engines far more often. Yeah. Well, how many times have I mean, we heard people complain about the Frostbite engine? Yeah, for that exact for sure. same reason, and they it's forced a pain it, pain in the ass, it, and it's a pain, and in they the forced ass. it, and then it shows, and people are upset, and the developers are upset because they don't want to deal with it, and then yep. something comes along that's easier to use, looks phenomenal, will import most of, if not all, of what you're doing in your previous engine. It's like, why wouldn't you? Dude. Why would you try and do? Why would you try and push this uphill with no wheels when somebody says, "Hey"? Go ahead and get on this. We'll go like with you. Like a David Gamel we'll character, just accepting guilt and being yeah. like, oh, you know, he who rolleth yeah. the stone will be covered therein. And you're just like, dude, <laughs> just why though? Why? Get out of the way of the stone. If you yeah. rolled it uphill just, and it's rolling back, leap. But yeah. that's just, the just thing. Three steps to the side. Three steps to the side. That's all we're asking. Three steps aside, stone rolls, you can move on. No, no extra weight. But uh, sorry, that was yeah. a that was a big nerd uh, that was a big nerd moment <laughs> yeah. for anybody. Audio, uh, one of our one of our literary nerd like. stuff. Yeah. Uh, but the thing about Unreal, dude is also and this is so exciting so back in the day i'm running i'm running slip space i'm i'm fucking around i'm like okay we want to add a new tech you have to build your tech you have to build it from the ground up to, let's mm -hmm. say somebody changes their new program mys which is the audio program that all the composers use oh they've changed it we got to add all that none of that is required you call up Unreal or you mm -hmm. sign in online. You say photogrammetry. We'd love to add it. Boom. Guess what? Unreal handles that. Yeah. Unreal handle. They hand Epic handles that. There is an entire like organization within Halo that their only job was to figure out how to keep it current and how to work through. And with Unreal, that is someone else's job. And now even those people, I know somebody might be able to, well, they could lose their job. Yes. They could, or they could take their tech and do something crazy because Unreal also lets you script as normal in it mm -hmm. with normal programming languages. So if you grab a blueprint like the Ascent guys did, and if anybody doesn't know what I'm talking about, go check the Ascent uh, GDC. They covered how they painted their level because it's one texture, and they went and they used masks to paint everything, which I don't think anybody's wow. ever done before. But they were like, yeah, we, we have certain requirements that they needed, so they kept messing around, and somebody was like, wait, let's have one texture for everything, and then we're going to use masks, almost like filters on a camera, black and white, mm -hmm. red, and they to kept adding in masks, it and it quite literally was, that's how they painted wow. the level. And you're just like, okay. that's not what, like, if you had told me that, and when I did my walk in the walk, I never had any idea because you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know if you looked, but right. when he explained it and why they needed it and for the speed they needed, I was like, oh shit, but he, they use blueprints from Unreal. So Unreal Engine has these blueprints. Do you want a character to jump? No problem. You don't have to script that. Throw this blueprint in. That's your generic jump. Now, if you want to add gravity to make him feel like Master Chief, add momentum, add gravity, okay. make him feel lighter, blah, blah, blah. And, but... Not only are all the sliders there, like you would see in any editor, character editor even, but they've also, they also have a full scripting section for C plus or C sharp. Mm -hmm. um, and you're able to go in and do whatever you want there too. So you can take the very core or you could core it out and make your own blueprints, which is what Ascent did. They used some from others and then some, they were like, hey, we need a blueprint for this thing so that everybody can add it anywhere on the team. They made mm -hmm. a blueprint and that means someone else doesn't have to code the fucking thing. They can just yeah. grab it and go, I I need that blueprint that you guys are using. It, Unreal, 
I don't think people realize it. There's nothing that goes on in Halo that can't be done in an Unreal game. That that's past. Even I'd imagine years the ago. AI. Yeah, the and that's the thing. Even the AI is just a tree system. It's good at AI. Yeah. It's a tree system that even the developer who developed it has stated that you can you you absolutely can get that into something else it's just here's what we did you would put it you would be able to add it because the mm -hmm. programming language is still open you can still go in and adjust yeah i i, I think people just get nervous because they hear about unreal and china and epic and tencent and i agree those are all things to worry about but, the, but. and that's not but that's not the entire story though and that's but not yes, the story it is, for it is a factor it's a factor but... of the engine and the business it's not a factor right. of microsoft and halo right you know I, I, dude, I'm, yeah, anytime I you could like, I would like to buy this set of Legos rather than I need to go open this factory to pour the plastic yeah. to make my own Legos. Like, why would Logos. no one would do that? Logos. No one would do yeah. <laughs> with your like, with your squares in slightly different places. Right. Yeah, I would buy a thing that does the thing, and then I can put it together as I need it. Versus, I need to create this from the ground up. It it's just it takes so much bandwidth, and yeah, you would just want to actually just have it at the ready and that's a smarter play and anytime and you know people who are upset about unreal engine getting that market share and getting that interest and getting that ease of use it's like well then make something better and that's how yeah. you you basically create a, a, a better process a better thing that becomes more attractive and it becomes the new unreal yeah. versus unreal like if you know like you were saying with unity and you know other engines that step up their game Great. CryEngine looks gorgeous. I hear it's a pain to program yeah. for. Yeah. It's like, well, get a new engine, you know, make those, make those and adjustments. And Frostbite could look good. Could. It's just, just a pain yeah. to, a pain to get every yeah. type of game in there. But with Unreal, the idea of just as I'm, I just get excited because the idea of some poor, like some dude who wants to do something in Halo going, hey, Slipspace crew, can you guys program in? blah, 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 because I want to do this in the story. And instead with Unreal, you look at their fucking plugins and you're just mm -hmm. like, oh, they got a plugin for photogrammetry for you. I'm, I'm just using that because people talk about it now. And they sort of know what I'm talking about. But mm -hmm. photogrammetry is something that for a bespoke engine, you have to you would have to create. You would have to go in and create all your plugins and all your stuff and program everything. New audio stuff that has nothing to do now with a Halo engineer having to worry about it. It's there's nobody who has to go, oh no, this company that we're not connecting, that we have one little script because we use some of their stuff. Mm -hmm. Now we got to worry about it. Instead, it's like, oh, it's unreal. And somebody can be like, oh yeah, we have this many buffers for audio samples. We have this blah, blah, blah. And you're like, okay, great. We know exactly what we have. Yeah. And even musicians use it. So it's just, oh, it's, it's so behind. It, it should have happened maybe unreal four uh i do know people are worried about stutter comp uh you know the texture compilation stutter you get it unreal when you at the start uh, of unreal I mean, games yeah i get that it's it, that definitely needs to somehow we added a technical problem years yeah after. what was it like two or three that took a while to actually come in like from the original mass yeah, effect where you load in and it would be washed out Flat and face. then Boop. snap yeah and we're good it's like it was like I, yeah. glasses no glasses or, right exactly or, or, no yeah. glasses glasses no glasses. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i i think that when it comes to halo and all these guys and and these bespoke engines there's going to be very specific reasons why they do it and everything else now that we know unreal has all these kind of games that we've seen look phenomenal in like a, mm -hmm. a slow art style phenomenal in a fast art style i want the developer to have as few fucking hurdles 
yeah, I, yeah, I want, I want Joe Blow, the texture artist, to be like, dude, I have an idea, and not have to go. And we dealt with this in the last two jobs that we've done, where you have an idea that would help us, and you go to the yep. big guys, and you'd be like, hey, we got this idea. And luckily, for the most part, as long as it didn't affect it. Sometimes you get that. Okay. You're doing this. It's okay. As mm -hmm. long as the output is the same and we need to try right. it or whatever, but right. it, it got harder and harder. It got harder until you're churning uphill and one change is taking so long. Cause so many people have, and then people who not to be rude, shouldn't have any say are jumping in. And, and that would happen in these bespoke engines where it's like, well, somebody who maybe you don't think needs to have a say does, because let's say the audio guy is like, well, you can't steal even 512 K memory. Because we right. need it. Because it impacts us this way. Yeah. yeah. And it'll bloat at some point yeah. and we'll suddenly yeah. have slowdown of a sound on a machine gun or whatever. Mm -hmm. it, it, to me, I, I cannot be more excited to see. I'm, I'm fucking stoked, man. I'm stoked because now the editor, Forge, by the way, which was created to look like Unreal Editor, I mean, except in a graphical right. joystick way. With a controller. Yeah. Now it, I mean, it, it'll be onomatopoeia, the game design. It's like, it is, your Forge will most likely be Unreal Engine, but like dumbed down. Right. And, and, and with, with what people practice. are making now with this engine, think about what they might be making with Unreal. Yep. You know? Oh, I can't Just wait. Just wild. Wild. Wait. Yeah. It's, 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 to me, it's fantastic. Um, other than stuff I just don't think we need to, uh, add because it is real, but like, 10 cents involvement you know you don't want those guys um i mean i don't want those guys involved in pretty much anything just because i know the history but you know that's also biz i mean it happened that's the business side and yeah and i don't the... want to hurt poor tim who's down there trying to write an audio sample and be like you know i'm gonna hold you personally responsible for microsoft's yeah. move tim uh, is the reason why yeah, this is not working it's like always what tim. the hell who's this <laughs> tim bitch yeah yeah halo going um i think from what I understand, two or three other big companies are looking at switching to, to Unreal as well, and uh, and in another engine, if there are any other engines, where they're not happy with their engines after the years. Also, mm -hmm. back in the day, man, I remember when everything was PPC and um and like the 360, the PS3, the PS2, the all of those were like their entire CPU structure was different. And then once everybody switched to X64. I do right. think that a lot of these engines that were made to do specific things are like, oh, well. We don't need that anymore. We don't absolutely. Yeah, we, in, in a weird way. In fact, we're just sort of filleting ourselves if we're doing it. We're just like, yeah, we, we're able to do this. I think two companies that get away with it, or one is Insomniac. I mean, Spider-Man yeah. does some stuff that's like pretty incredible and i'm not 100. I mean, we saw Unreal with Matrix stuff and went like, oh, wow, that right that exactly. looks amazing but i don't know i don't know how it would work like and if the wonderkins that are there would be able to do the same thing that they did because man spider-man's pretty impressive on a on a basic ps4 on a technical yeah when you look at scale. that it's just like yeah and they put ray tracing in the later versions you're like oh boy they there's some there's some serious they like, finally fixed that there. goddamn puddle <laughs> yeah um <laughs> And then you said same thing with Forza too. We get for which Forza, yeah. you know, Fable, the Fable guys are working using the Forza engine, which makes sense because that engine is awesome. But I also, I think that engine's probably good for them. Forza Horizon seems to be pretty phenomenal, so they're another developer I would be surprised. Mm -hmm. And then Decima, which is Death Stranding and um and uh, Horizon, 
I think their engine is pretty. Oh, they're Horizon, both. Yeah, using the same engine. Okay, yeah, dude, they're pretty. I mean, dude, Horizon in particular. I know people like Death Stranding, but I don't consider it the technical whatever that I do Horizon. I mean, that's just like Horizon Forbidden West. You're just like, oh my god, this is. It looks like an. Well, art watching piece. the log cutting and you're walking the walk. It was like, yeah, oh, you're just like, holy oh, okay, shit. Okay, now there's... I kind of get it. All right. Yeah, and just the way everything's done, I would say those two or three engines are probably the top tier, you know, created engines that aren't unreal. Um, Unity. I mean, Unity seems really easy for new people, but everybody I know is switching to Unreal. I mean, every developer that I know that's small mm -hmm. have switched over to Unreal. Whether it be the price, uh, the uh, one is the plugins. I hear that all the time where people are like, dude, I can just go online. Unreal has a ton of stuff, or sorry, uh, Unity has a ton of stuff. It's great. Mm -hmm. But Unreal's got the juice, which also means that right now more people are talking about it. More people are apt to help you. And I've seen developers on YouTube videos in the comments go, hey, I'm a developer and I'm having a problem with like this stencil. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, oh shit, that's It's sweet. the barrier to entry. I mean, yeah, yeah it's like when... When you have two systems that are similar in their ability to do pretty much anything, it comes down to, okay, which one's easier to use? Which one's easier to pick up and play? And yeah. when you're, especially if you're changing engines, you have to now unlearn and relearn a completely different setup. And so depending on how easily that can be picked up, that goes a long way. Yeah, it's exciting. What else is exciting is somebody won Dead Space. This is Boom. the second winner. Uh, Steven M. Hilton. Thank you for your email. I did get uh, the response there. So when you're hearing this, you can go ahead and ping me back on that email. Congratulations. We'll work out uh, which code to get you. Most likely these will be digital codes for... It's always difficult to try to give somebody something these days. PS4 or, or, or Sony, ver like some codes you can like buy mm -hmm. and then some it's just for you and you have to buy it from your own dashboard. There's all kinds of weird shit, but we'll figure it out for sure. So uh, we have three more, which we'll announce in a bit, but Steven... Good on you. Next up, actually, I'm going to answer a couple Discord questions because we yeah. didn't have any when we started, but we do now. Amud says, Ooh. not gaming related. What software do you prefer for phones? iOS, Android? Uh, Android for me. Um, I haven't done too much for uh, for iOS um, just because I, I think I had an iPod, which was a similar OS at the time to, to iPhone. Um, I work with Mac every day in my work, and I can't stand it. But um, I do like Android for most pretty much anything for phone stuff for mobile. Yeah, me too. Even though one... it's technically more dangerous, so to speak, just because of how open it is. Technically, but yeah, these days. But yeah, no, no one's safe. No one's. They're safe. hacking. They're hacking your Linux now, so don't worry about it. You're already done. Yeah. It's sort of like pretending because you have a special condom, you won't get an STD. It's like yeah. you still get crabs. Doesn't yeah, cover still your entire dying. body. It's not yeah. a body condom like uh, Naked Gun oh, thirty three yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. um, I would say Android overall too. I do have an iPad that I recently messed around with, and I gotta say, regardless of using it for years at my old job and using it now and using Android, I just overall find iOS to be a messier. Uh, not a messier OS, but a less uh, intuitive OS. And yeah. which weird, because when I first got an Android phone, I figured out that Android phone in like seven seconds. I was just like, okay, scroll up, scroll down, go here, the button's here, blah, blah, blah. Everything pretty much worked. There was some difficulty when you go into your settings and you see so many Right, to system. get that, figure out, yeah. Yeah, you're just like, whoa. But then when I go into 
iPhone, what happens a lot of times, or my iPad, is that the settings aren't anywhere where I expect, and they're somewhere right. completely else. And because they've lodged their ecosystems into one another and they've nested them, like infected Russian nesting dolls, you start having to go to a different, not a different app, but a different place mm -hmm. completely to do the thing you want to do that feels like it should just be on the phone or should well, just be it, on the iPad. It feels like the difference between like, this was designed in an intuitive fashion, which most people would just feel comfortable in doing versus we designed this ecosystem and you will do it this way. Yeah, they're pretty forced. Being told sure. what to do rather than being like, okay, well, this is this is how we offer it to you and does that work? And then if not, okay, we'll make adjustments as things go on. And like both of them have Positive their own idiosyncrasies, yeah. but at the same time, it feels like Android just flows better because it makes sense versus like, oh, this is what we're dictating to you. I, 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 one thing I don't like about both of them is they do artificially limit their OS updates to like three until you get to the fourth. And it's yep. like, this no longer is getting any update. And you're all, but Planned why? obsolescence. Yeah. And it's nothing like Windows, which Windows is bad enough, but Windows, you'll still get patches. I mean, they'll just be like, you're done. Like patches won't even work on the, and you're yeah. like, but why? Did hardware change? No, hardware's already changed two, three, maybe four times. Right. And they're still supported. It's just this arbitrary moment where mm -hmm. they're like, we're not going to support this old one with, or you get Apple who has been proven to slow down their old systems Ugh. on purpose yeah. so that you want to make get a you, new iPhone. yeah. Where That's I the still thing is have... like, I'm like three, I have to get a, a new phone every third release. Otherwise, I don't get the security updates. And I'm like, yeah. well, I'm not running this phone without security updates. That's just begging people to steal my stuff. Yeah, I have an ancient LG Stylus 2. So that thing is like, that was back in the, that was starting to the podcast. That was actually at my old job. So you're talking eight mm, years, mm -hmm. six years, eight years. And um, somewhere around there. But uh, it doesn't get the updates, but I still use it. Still got security on there because I can run an app. Luckily, you can run security apps still, which is always mm. nice. Um, and some of the security apps, I remember back in the day when security apps were the malware. There was yeah. no real security apps for Android or iPhone. They were just like McAfee. And you're like, mm, what's this though? really doing? Yeah. Now yeah. they now Stealing the one I have data. does pretty good. It'll be like scan. It'll be like this website's hinky. You know, yeah. you get some browser stuff, which is pretty nice. Um, they've definitely they've, they've made huge strides. But I would say, yeah, Android for me as well. Victorious Void. Vicarious Void. VV. What is the best gaming podcast ASMR edition or when is the best gaming podcast ASMR edition happening? Never. You're living weird. it right now. Yeah. Enjoy the sultry sounds of ACG. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> I would do the monster truck one. I'll do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You got to get hype. You got to yeah. get hype. Yeah. Uh, when is the best gaming? Oh, nope. That was the same one. Dopey says the day before gameplay. What did you think? So did you see the day before the gameplay from that game? I this just week? watched that video yesterday. Um, I mean, it's hard to say it like it looks OK, um, but it looks barren. Yeah. I mean, yes, there's just like it. The, you hear the radio thing saying everybody should stay at home. And that's like the classic, you know, Batman Arkham City reason why we're not putting people on the streets because it's a huge processing load. And so we're going to write an in-game reason as to why no one's around. It's like but at the same time, it just feels empty and that I'm it's hard for me to get excited about empty sandbox games. And well, and you know, it's a, I mean, it is a zombie game. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I, so, so I don't know what they're wanting to deliver 
mm-hmm. in their zombie game. That's the. I mean, it looks a bit like they've ripped off The Last of Us. They've lip, ripped off uh, Days Gone. They've ripped off all of these. Feels other a little games. division, but Feels not a little enough division people. For sure. Yeah, that's true. Feels a little division. Um, personally. I'm just not bothered by it. It it is either going to be released or it's not. I saw oh, yeah, a lot no, of people, that part. Yeah. I saw a lot of videos that were like, "This is for sure fake because of blah 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 and blah blah blah." And I'm like, dude, you have no clue about gaming design. That is, uh, I saw people being like, "Well, it's this is copied this other place in this other location." I'm like, listen, that happens all the fucking time. You mean they reused exact assets? Spots. Of course they assets. did. Yeah, and uh, or I saw people saying this is fake. It looks too good, and I'm like, I don't know what world you're in. That doesn't wow. look too good to me. No, it, it and this looked... has happened a okay. couple times where I'll be somebody like, "Man, this looks too good," and I'm looking at it going. It's got like spotty FPS. It's got issues with control. It's got, I'm just like, uh, doesn't look too good. You're seeing me, artifacting but... as you're going through the world yeah. and the streaming. Yeah. There might be a it's hiccup like when or people two. Told me like, they got no, they got no bugs with cyberpunk and a dude flew into the sky. And this is a major <laughs> streamer was like, I haven't got any bugs in cyberpunk. And a dude just flies into the sky and he didn't. It's almost like with that hypnotism. Cause I was mm. like, Oh, he's going to mention it. And he just walked by as if it didn't happen. And I was right. Like, oh, whoa. That was, that was a moment like where I saw the matrix a little bit. We see behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it is what it is. Delayed um, comes out, doesn't come out. Don't care. It's another zombie game. And if it's fun, it's fun. I, I don't care that it's zombies. I, I, there'd be cool if there were different bad guys, but I think zombies work as bad guys really well. I think zombies are, you get to kill the human, but they're not the human, but they are right. the human. You know, there's a little bit of rage fulfillment that I think happens in zombie games that are harder sure. than say, a ghost it's easier game. to get past people who would get upset about it that kind of thing yeah. because they're seen as less human by the nature of being a zombie yeah i'm not too yeah i'm not too hyped or bothered by it it just is what it is yeah. to me. not not exactly stoked but um i do feel that when we look at those kind of titles there's a lot of overlap and so you have to do something special and so far i haven't really seen anything special other than the hubbub what? around us yeah, As in I do world. like scavenger games where you're, you know, you're trying to get stuff together. That's why I loved uh, Stage of Decay 1 and 2. I yeah. mean, I like that, but, you know, is is it is it good? Does it run? Does it have all the things that check the boxes for you personally? It's like, well, I mean, it just depends. Uh, I don't know enough about the game, and I haven't seen enough about the game to make a informed decision. It's like, you... It looks like another one of those. Did you play State of Decay and get like to the new city, the new maps and stuff and those older ones, one and two? Did you play those long enough to get to those points? Um, I played two longer than one because it was mm. it was because of the multiplayer aspect, yeah, which right. I always wanted, which was missing from one. But um, we uh, me and my brother only got to like the to like the second major base hub in the middle of the city. We didn't get to any of the military stuff or the outskirts of the city. So we kind of like got our base you know, our basic base at the beginning, got that set up, felt good about it. I'm like, okay, let's go scout and found a new site, got there and got fully set up before we moved to the next thing. And it just, um, we, we played that for probably like six months straight. <laughs> it's funny that you didn't. And you played it for six months straight. Yeah. That's no, we were just like d- days, those open world games with like yeah. spawning and the way the enemies are and the way it plays. The idea that you played that game that long and didn't even get to the next, like, sort of, like, map areas is like, god damn. Like, that... Yeah, we set up our base. We were hunkered down. It was like, okay, we're going on raiding runs. Yeah, and we got, exactly. like, what do we need to get today? And it's like, it was the... Kind of the mentality of, like, we're not 
trying to like move across the globe exactly. or across it the country. It was just like, hey, we're 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 getting we feel safe in, enough in this place yep. and have a fairly good infrastructure that we've built up and or are maintaining, which I know is like that's kind of a, a clock that's if nothing else is slowly ticking down because the resources don't yeah, replenish. Right. So you have to eventually move on. But at the same time, we're like, yeah, we're kind of digging in our heels here because we feel good about this right now. And that's kind of the our own little zombie fiction we were writing which so is like it's, it's so that's exactly it, it, it. it's but, your own story it's yeah like this is our own story and we so um it's just like in a, when you wake up that day and you're like oh we got to go another mile to the next house because right. our, our, our ring yeah. is is getting larger there's something that that's a narrative and i have so many people who tell me they play it that way and it doesn't matter if it's my the podcast guys i work with whatever people be like yeah this is the way i play i play this way and i'm like okay i'll test it because there's a certain way of playing the game and no one plays it that way. No one. Well, I know you do because I've known you long enough. I play right. it that way. You play it that way. Um, very few people I know play games that way where mm. they truly are like. I where they're not into it in that almost uncomfortable way where mm. you're just like, dude, you need to shower like you've, you yeah. have not gone outside and this is a game. <laughs> but there's something about it where they, they're they're not gaming the system. They're playing the game using the systems and yeah there's something very or you might you might game the system a little bit because hey uh, if there's an opportunity left for you and you find something cool you blah 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 but there's something about narratively experiencing like state of decay without really let's say going and looking at a um a website that tells you that there's a hack somewhere or that there's some infinitely spawning bad guy you can get right that you XP can farm. from instead right. you're almost the narrative of it is like we don't have the fucking internet we're showing up monday morning yeah. And this is our this, this is this is what we do yeah, now. This our is running our job. game is good. We're not learning how to throw the ball and completely mm -hmm. change our offense on the Super Bowl day. We're yeah. and that's dude, it's rare, but those games like State of Decay, when you get that, such a good feeling. There's yeah. something about it that's beyond anything else. Um, and they ruined it. Fuck you. Fuck you, Undead Labs. They ruined it. State state one, man, when you could have your people die was the greatest fucking day of my life. I loved it. I loved it. Finding they out Bill died. The, they should have left the option at the least. The option. Yeah, the option. Finding out Bill died, I remember waking up and, and turning on that 360, and they were like, you know, Stephen died in the night, and I was like, fucking yes because it yeah, and i get it know. and i get it and 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 i understand why you would be in the minority for that because of the perceived removal of gamer agency yeah, yeah but that's 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 how life is like the reality if you're trying to create something with any sense of reality the clock doesn't stop when you're not there and yeah. that's what they were trying to do and i get that as a design decision that's not usually something i enjoy but having the option one way or the other would be nice. That's not usually something I would enjoy either. I enjoyed it there. Right, That's because it made difference. sense in, in world. And, you know. Well, not only that, but the skills that they had made sense. So it, it's like, for example, mm, yeah, if yeah, I yeah. knew a character didn't have great survival skills, I would play them during the day because I knew they would sleep at night. Oh, okay. So okay. I was using the actual stuff. I'd be like, hey, listen, man, Bill, he isn't fast. Yeah. Bill's... He's got a limp. Ain't good. He's got, He's got a, limp. a limp. Yeah. So what do I He's need not to gonna do? make it on I'll his own. take him and yeah. I'll go out with these two or three other characters that aren't yeah. the greatest and we will steal some stuff that also bought in where I was like, okay, I need to get stuff home. I can't okay. just leave okay. it because these guys could get hurt. And then waking up the next day, and by the way, I think people blew it out of proportion. Somebody wasn't dead every day. 
wasn't even. Close oh, no, to no that. it was it was the possibility, they, they possibly, and I don't even remember what the what the ratio was, but it was, it was like pretty low. the second you found out that it like was possible, it adds that that extra risk in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I dug that man. Um, two unfortunately didn't have it. Still good game. Um, technically, I think two shows that you know they have some issues with their art department and their 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 tech is pretty rough. Two yeah. two had a lot of cool stuff, but it was also two looked like a Xbox 360 game when Xbox 360 games were releasing every month six, seven, eight uh, first person shooters slash third person games. Mm -hmm. Looked like the Army of Two kind of thing. It was gritty looking. It was a little yeah. rough. Anti aliasing hadn't been figured out, so it was like there was a AI yeah, placements are a little off occasionally. I I think I still have a recording rough or whatever yeah. the ground looked. You have a recording of what? I think I still have a recording of the original game where I went and parked a uh, a taxi, mm -hmm. and for some reason it got caught up too close to another object, like a like a like an overhang or something. And so one of the pillars like clipped with it, and then it remembered what it was and started to do that Skyrim shake yeah, thing. Right. But it was causing the car damage by doing so, right, so right. it eventually blew up. Blew and up. I'm like. I find that stuff hilarious, but it is absolutely reality breaking. And for yeah. those who are like need to have that immersion to really enjoy it, it's like, well, that really kills it. I just think it's freaking hilarious. Yeah, I mean, and I if had... it happens once, it'll be fine. If it happened a yeah. lot, then yeah. you do have to, you know, and I would say State yeah. of Decay 2 in particular had it. Well, I mean, even even games that are newer with a different like like Dying Light 2. I yeah. wish I had recorded it, but at one point in time, ambiently, there was a bunch of people and for some reason the AI didn't understand that there was a burning blaze in in the middle of the street and too many people were running there or walking their path around it. Oh. One person died. People freaked out about that person dying, yeah. gathered around that, and then continued to, to in die. a progression die over. I'm like, and I'm standing back watching, going, what what am I what am I what am I yeah. seeing? Like I'm I'm watching a, a, a group a group mental breakdown. Yeah. And I'm like, this is amazing and literally not how this is supposed to work but this right. is glorious to watch like but yeah it, it, I, you saw it in far cries too whenever they turn yeah. fire on in far cry oh, you see shit yeah it where, just, and you'd be like dude don't go in that far and you just see a guy going yeah just like it he, didn't click the ai like, didn't no! click in that yeah oh, and then you're gonna like, oh you're god, gonna oh don't yeah. don't know oh god <laughs> yeah uh it, it's and it'll be awesome to see companies you know I mean, have flexibility, but start to, there'll be some stuff I'm sure where they'll be able to figure that out and start to like, mm -hmm. look at how they do pathing and then make sure. So a player can't, let's say, stop everybody from coming in by throwing fire in the center of the road. And it just stops all enemies so they can plink them off that, that kind yeah. of stuff goes down too. I've always wanted that moment where like I throw a firebomb down, it lights on fire and somebody else somehow has like, you know maybe we're in a lab has nitrogen throws it down it freezes the fire you know oh, and they walk right through you? And like, yeah like he just didn't see that coming did didn't you see that coming bitch you're like oh fuck what? oh no um i do know a lot of times you know uh, you can put out many explosions with or many fires with explosions that's how they put out a lot of oil rig fires so it's oh, like okay. is there some kind of grenade the bad guys could have where you throw down and it just boom and it blows air out and that you know, blows all the debris mm. away so it can't burn together and, and gives them a little sure. space to run through. So those are kind of things I can't wait Counter to see. Counter tactics. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I love the idea of that because I like the idea of not everybody having it, just like you won't always have a Molotov cocktail, but the idea that sometimes an enemy 
has it where you're like, oh, sh you know, this this well. Yeah, plan. the system does a table check like, yeah. OK, do they have this in their inventory? OK, great. If they do, then the AI clicks that and utilizes that. And it's like that it feels so good to have that moment when every well, it, plan you put together fails because they the game knew you were going to do it. Right. It's so well, it adds a little bit more of it, like of a chess match yeah. of your of your open world tactics is like, oh, this won't happen every time. But there's a potential of it happening. I'm like that that kind of. Pushes the, the fear experience of God in you better. Just oh yeah, second, and then, know, and it's like, like, oh, oh no, yeah, I got to rethink this entire plan. That's so, also I think why that's I like games where enemies maybe have a certain number of health points, but they have to use uh, health drinks, but they have to use them. Those kind of things. Whenever those are tracked accurately, it always feels good, you know, because mm -hmm. you're just like that's why I think for a long time bosses would have a life bar and then they would drink like mana and they would heal or whatever that's a lot of devs don't even try that anymore it's just multiple life bars which I, yeah. i've always found really weird i'm like well dude if he's got multiple life bars why don't we count down to one and then like he takes a swig of of his drink that i know i've seen the drink before it's right. the same drink i'm taking but i know he's only got three because he's got three life bars and meet me halfway but i've noticed yeah. a lot of devs are not they're either going all in or there's it's just like three life bars and you know yeah. that maybe he'll attack different you're just or you like, beat him down and then you get back up. It's like, well, okay, then, but you're you're giving me a life bar as a visual representation, so I know my progress in this. Which I don't destroys know. Destroys some I, of the narrative go, of it. I walk, you know, I got walk every day, but I don't see a lot of life bars above people's heads, yeah. so I don't know how much, you know, how they're really doing in real life. And I understand you got to give feedback, but there's a there maybe it's time for another way to do that, like utilizing that thing, or like they go to take a swig of this potion and you have a split second if you're quick enough yeah. shoot the potion exactly yep. like can you can you like that like would be the back and forth back and ever. forth back and is, forth if, it's if, like, like can you, you do that you've hit them they go they get to drink it you fucking whip you got a whip you whip that out of their hand and yeah. now they're you're they, maybe that entire maybe it won't happen for everyone but maybe that one yeah you know little secret thing would be there and you'd be like oh shit what? Or conversely, I, I you go out. to open up your inventory yeah. of infinite cheese wheels and you go to put that in your mouth. He's like, nah, dude. Admittedly, I think that happens hand. a lot, though. I feel like players get the raw end of this stick because I have he tried it to heal a lot of It depends on the developer, times. but yes. And like, it'll be like healing is regenerative, which means if you get hit, it just stops healing at that part. And I can't tell you how many times I've been like, oh, yeah, that, that feels Whoa. broken. And yeah. then it'll be like, chunk. And you're like, oh, shit. But it doesn't, that never happens to them, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in games, I think, again, Unreal and all this kind of stuff we'll see. And it's going to be, it's going to be exciting. Back to... The question, which was days before, or days gone, or the day before, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I don't think either one of us are that it'll it'll be what it is. Eh, I, I, it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. I hope it's great. I hope everyone is wrong and this game is amazing. Yeah, so do I, because I play it and be one more plus for me. Yeah. Like just getting one more awesome game to me is like, okay, cool. I, I, yeah. I <laughs> it's easier be for wrong. me to review yeah. the fun games too. I had somebody uh, they were just so stunned that um I didn't like uh and this game's so bad, I did a short review. I didn't even do a full review. Um, Gungrave. Oh, yeah. And, okay. I mean, that game was terrible. And a guy was like, man, I've never seen, or, or I can't remember the last time you gave a, a never touch. And I'm like, it's because games usually are worth touching. Most games are yeah. worth touching for, for a $5, $10, you know, whatever. You There's rarely a reason why it's an industry so and not a, a one-off. Yeah, exactly. Because if, if they were all that bad or whatever, we wouldn't have the industry based around yeah. it. It would just be over. Um, and then Daruku says, what if Microsoft just pivots Halo? I know it sounds crazy, but it's been a long time since we had a good Halo game. I don't agree with that, but I, I get you. What if they just say, fuck it, 
Let's try with a new IP, just like Guerrilla Games did with Killzone, and now Naughty Dog is planning to do with Uncharted. What do you guys think? I, it, it's hard games. to say because, like, it goes back to if the game is good, Keep it'll talking. stand on its I'm own. It sure. Talk to the people. I mean, it just if spread your message, Josh. It doesn't have to be Halo. Halo, Halo is a great world and a great universe and a great idea. And it, but it doesn't have to do that because you can have different IPs, which is how you had Halo, and then you got Gears of War. Gears of War is a similar shooter. Yeah, it's third person, but it's still kind of like gritty sci-fi shooter. Like you can have other entries in the genre or even completely different entries in the genre, which is fine. Um, but it kind of speaks to what is Halo? What does make Halo, what makes Halo Halo in that? Is it the the gunplay? Is it the maneuvering? Is it the characters? Is it the lore? You know, what makes it important to you as a player? And what what would you want to see if they went to a different IP? And would you want something that's truly different? Or would you want something that is kind of a degree of separation from Halo, but you still feel it like like people thought Destiny was going to be? You know, when they the people what made Halo went out and made a different shoot sci-fi shooter. It's like, well, the shooting feels like Halo, but it's a different universe. But is that truly enough of a of a difference to satisfy something as a as a quote new IP? So would I like to see it? I'd like to see any sort of new adjustment or new IP or new game because games are awesome. And I it, it doesn't have to be Master Chief, but I'm also interested to see what they do with Master Chief. So it's it's kind of it's hard to answer that question because I'd be happy in either scenario, depending on how far or how short they took it. If if the game is good, the game's good. I would watch a I mean, an ODST did fine. ODST. Yeah, wasn't even no, Halo, I mean, you know, and Re Reach wasn't John and it was still good. Right. You're right. And then like, you know, other stories in that universe. Hey, I'd I'd play a. A space sim in oh, that universe. Yeah. Yeah, like, would, not Halo yeah. Wars. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with Halo Wars, but just like a space sim where you are a... Pillar of Dawn kind UNSC, of stuff? Yeah, it, UNSC yeah. captain, and you are deploying troops or Spartans or, you know, or something equivalent to that. I mean, that would be a blast. Like Shadows of the Empire, almost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. I, I think for Halo... um they've tried to differentiate themselves by the show and stuff like that, which failed utterly, mm -hmm. but they did have the original show Ford unto Dawn, which was very good. So they're able to do good shows. They, they're able to do other games. Halo Wars. I know some people liked them more than me. But they tried those gears tactics. I think succeeded far beyond what Halo Wars did. Gears tactics was phenomenal, but you it think it's because it was turn-based. Yeah. And versus because real time, because those guys, if you think of the way, that you play gears it is turn-based oh absolutely 100 everything even the 100%. fucking the timing of the reload the way you slam and it's like slam the arenas you fight in the arenas yeah. you fight everything so yeah. when it went to i remember being like "Ooh, gears tactics that's a yeah. different thought i knew it wasn't as fast and speedy but that is absolutely all gears does is slide to a spot fire switch to grenade fire wait mm -hmm. for the bad guys to open the hole fire the grenade into it chainsaw yeah. guy always oh, coming run around it is i remember playing it being like oh my god i didn't realize that 
it's almost like they just did good editing in the normal games. Yeah. Where they well, edit I mean, the out trademark the thing was like they created was stop and pop. And it's like, well, yeah. that just is literally turn-based. It, it, so. it is. It is. And the moment you get, put the reload, like timing thing on it, things start changing. And uh, I think Gears nailed it. Halo less so. But I would love to see anything. Yeah. Anything from Halo. Sure. I think I think also these companies are hopefully starting to learn that. Um, I could be wrong, but I feel that. I would like for the Halo guys to just be like, why don't we just fight the Covenant and the and the Flood? Why do we have to do this in depth story? Why do we have to do all? So most of the most of the Halo games are maybe twenty hours in narrative time. As in, it's usually a planet. John goes there, does some stuff. It's done. Yeah, it's not. But this war has been happening for six six seven years or whatever they'll be like oh this has been you know nine months ago john did this and blah 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 and when you read the books there's a lot of time where they'll be like the war of attrition has gone on with planets you're yeah, like we're losing those... and we're backing tr we're backtracking and we're kind of on the run yeah kind of thing yeah i personally i would be awesome if they just called it like halo episodes and it was like each one was a planet and it was like every nine months to a year oh, you got okay. a halo you, you got a six or seven hour campaign and all that campaign was was the strength of halo which is him fighting the the the, tri the trinity which is yeah. the flood here the covenant and master chief and the trinity of them coming together and what anarchy happens when they come together that's that's where the success came from but what about the forerunners yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i i don't know man somebody somebody i get it they all try to add stuff right and sometimes you're yeah. like but why why I mean, if it's fun and good, keep doing it. Maybe on the side, do these big, these other story things. But instead of making the entire game, remember when, what was it, five, when they tried to pretend, you know, Master Chief might be bad? The traitor oh, yeah, tried yeah. to like trick he was, you. Yeah. And you were like, yeah. He's he's a traitor because of arbitrary reason, and like so you're sent to hunt him down, and you play half and half. So it's like they tried to recapture dumb. the the Halo Two, yeah, Arbiter. Arbiter master chief kind of thing it's like yeah which is one of my least favorite yeah it's like parts why do you play two. halo well because i'm playing as the master chief and it's like well you're only going to do that for half the game it's like mm, that's hard to have fun with yeah hard to handle now what was that yeah. counting crows black crows uh black crows yeah black crows i have no clue where that came from uh yeah anyway long story short um I don't agree with what he said about uh, there hasn't been a good Halo. I think uh, Halo Infinite was actually really good. It just wasn't, it just wasn't as good as it could have been. But uh, I agree that it'd be nice to see those guys, uh, those guys branching out. But I'm also not a fan of Naughty Dog leaving Uncharted behind because I want to see Lost Legacy too. That'd be good. Yeah, I'm dude. Here's what I'm tired of. That's so, where your new IP goes. You you take a new cast of characters that are from that are tertiary characters and like. See where that goes. They yeah, can go have adventures. Goes. Yeah, that, but the problem is, is that the world itself in real life is dire. I don't need every game to replicate that. I don't need, we've talked about this before, I don't need every TV show to be like, it is the year of the last dragons. All dragons mm -hmm. are gone and there's only two wizards and one sits inside his tower and does nothing and the other one occasionally fucks hobbits. And you're like, that's not a good story. I don't care. Yeah. I don't like Lord of the Rings for that. I want, I want power. I want magic. I want yeah. I want the heady parts of Halo. I don't want the like, oh, this is the end of blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, man, throw me in when the 
when when it's beginning yeah yeah when you're cutting your teeth on the most important parts and instead yeah. a lot of developers get almost hoity-toity about it they're like well we're you know it's my story it is it's for sure your story well, you're just absolutely it, shit at writing it yeah well it's an easier way to do conflict and you have to have True. conflict of some kind but it's like yeah but if you care about the material and and really want to you can still do just as much of a high stakes with conflict where something is beginning like Let me tell you hey so this is returning so now it's a grab for that power like no one actually has that yet even though it's been discovered so now it's a race to see who can get that power right. and of all the times in all the halos never once has there been a new character introduction or some character thing happening that is as poignant to me as fighting off the scarabs in three. Oh dear lord and that was the gameplay Ooh, there was no yeah. better part in halo one than landing on the on the ring and like learning how even the valleys were going to work and because in halo one you have like your three valleys when you first land you can go like left right or middle and you can sort of meander around and try to figure out which group to go to mm -hmm. those were the best parts ever um, flood or what's you know guilty guilty gear where the fuck his name is who decides guilty spark guilt yeah, yeah he decides to go against you or whatever it was oh wow but then it was also followed by and preceded by some pretty shit levels like the library and stuff where you're just yeah like, okay this isn't just constant corridors yeah but the scarab is a part i will remember forever and it's so weird because no matter who i mention it to they have a scarab moment and so you're like okay if we all have that mm-hmm it, it, feels... is the, it is a quintessential set piece of that of that game. Yeah, so here's the thing. If I was a developer, I would yeah. get a Scarab battle in every one of my... I'd be like, dude, people loved it, so let's look at it. How would this make sense narratively to do another somewhat type of Scarab thing and have that big major blockbuster battle? And a lot of the yeah. games, it's almost like they're like, well, we want to subserve, you know, we want to like subvert the thought processes of gamers and surprise them. And honestly... Most people's surprise is not based. It, it You don't need to surprise every game because that's the lack of the surprise. We know they'll be right. surprised. And, and so it's like, oh, we're going to, we know it'll be a lack of combat. We know there won't be a scarab. If you did have one, maybe it would be an even cooler battle. There's been some cool battles. I remember four had one or two battles. I think infinite had infinite was a little bit more of a churn butter experience where it was like just a lot of mini battles. Mm -hmm. There were some good ones. There were some good ones. And I think they have a hard time with their enemies. The Covenant were great because at the time they were this religious faction. And let's be honest, every every religion and every non-religious person can look at a religion and go, ooh, they believe something weird. Yeah. And that's what was cool about the Covenant. Is you're like, ooh, what? They believe we're demons or they're like, they've got this weird thing where they think they, they're the, They have a higher path that they have to do this because they yeah. were told to. And, it's yeah. like, and then the Flood okay. were nothing. The Flood were the entire like sort of an antithesis they were like yeah. they had no overarching control other than yeah. like the, the desire line. to breed and and yeah, well, yeah that was even worse i felt that that was another way to put the grave mine was unnecessary it was unnecessary yeah yeah interesting that's a good question uh though uh who is this daruku i don't agree but i i get where you're coming from i'm gonna have to think about it that, that more i just I, overall personally i would say i disagree with that one being bad we'll have to see in two years if people are still talking about infinite um did you also see that redfall requires you to always be online even when you're a single player i mean yeah but it, it didn't it didn't really didn't strike a chord you, with me it? because well no because how many games like i'm I'm trying to think of the first game that that, that had that but it's like 
so many games require that for their single player that it just didn't it just didn't click. I mean, right. I looked at it and went, it still makes no sense, but I'm not surprised. And it's and I know why they do it because they're wanting to gather feedback data. Yeah. And so rather than having to write this sort of legalese opt in, opt out sort of thing that a lot of games have to feel that they have to do, they're just going to sidestep that entire process and say, okay, well, you need to be entirely online, whether you want to be or not. And that's kind of the side door they get it into where you can, where they can take your data. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, think, um, go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to say like the most egregious version of that was, uh, you couldn't play the single player of doom eternal. Um, if your Xbox was online, uh, without opting into creating a, uh, an oh, account, an, account. Uh, what was it? An id account or something. And so immediately the workaround was, okay, we'll set your Xbox to offline. And then you were able to play no problem. Like, yeah, that, that felt dirty and poorly executed. And it just kind of, it kind of screams of that to me. It's like, it's kind of an underhanded way to get what you want without really needing permission. I think it's all that. Plus, I think a little bit of his anti-cheat, um, where if they but make sure you're online, player. it doesn't matter I mean, I because that, your single but... player can go into other people's games without any checks. You can just you can just jump in, and so the oh, idea okay. that you could jump in with a character that was you know got some cheats on it. Or sorry, like I thought that. you had to make a I thought you had to make a multiplayer character separate from your no, single player character. Your 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 story doesn't, up, and you may also be able to, but you don't have to. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And so the the idea. Um, by the way, if anybody's sitting there going like, "That's not the entire reason," <laughs> it's not the entire reason. I'm not saying no. it is. I'm saying that is one reason where a developer yeah. looks and says, "Hey, to make it easier." And people don't realize the amount of resources to make it easy versus the amount of resources to do exactly what we all want. Those are huge. They're a vast gulf. Because one, yeah. you have to go and you have to check and verify, hey, how are we going to stop cheats? How are we going to make sure these things are tested? What are we going to do? Are we going to have two saves and just require the person to not be able to jump in? Or do we just have it online all the time? And a lot of them are like, okay, well, that's, that answers that. Yeah. We'll just do it online all the time. I don't like it. I figured it was going to be that. Um, there's an offline version of Back for Blood. When you click offline in that, you, the stuff isn't saved or you know some stuff you can't like it doesn't carry on that kind of mm -hmm. thing. I get it. Your progression. Yeah, yeah, I get it. It sucks, but um on that kind of game, yeah, I would agree with you, dude. I I wasn't surprised. Like I was just like I for that kind of stuff. It's like, all right, I get it. Don't love it, but I think I think the trailer I didn't love either this last one. I don't know about you. Did you have did you check this last uh, Xbox event video? No. Hit hit uh, the hits are bad. They're like oh, it doesn't feel right. Cherries and putting them against a person's face and squeezing it, and that's not a joke. That's what it looks like. It's just this blood splurt that goes like, and the, uh, the bad guys hit. There's no, there's nothing. Like it's some sort of like decal misalignment or yeah. something. Yeah, no, not okay. misalignment. It's aligned. It's just it's just a small decal just bursting against the bad guy thousands of times you're like hmm oh. it doesn't there's no real like there wasn't even like pushing him back you know where somebody might get hit and they're oh yeah yeah there's where they're like, like a physics like a, a simulated physics yeah, simulated, yeah yeah a little bit of a stutter i didn't see yeah. any of that it actually looked quite poor um hmm. and then when you add in the weird graphic style which they've chosen which by the way i say weird not bad but weird it is different they Just add it all different together choice and it can be okay. a little odd, a little like Borderlands, but way care a little bit like Deathloop, I guess, a little closer to Deathloop. That character, okay. weird, you know, oddity there. Um, I do like the idea of it. 
I, I, I like the idea of going around fighting all those uh, all the uh, vampires and having your little city that you can unlock. I will say, a lot of these games are starting to feel a lot alike, though. Like, there's something that feels like, oh... Just getting... in their progression, yeah. Yeah, we're all getting into a game. Okay, we're going to get a new... You got a new gun. Okay. Oh, you, you opened we up a new... We unlocked this part of the location. Yeah, there's a new... There's a store here. Okay. Mm -hmm. Bad guys are over there. Okay, there's something that's just, like, been here, done that for a lot of these games. Not just not just this one. It, it, Back for Blood felt it, you know. So probably yes. because so many people had played... Uh, uh, what was the other one? Number two. Um... This Valve one. That was Left 4 so Dead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, Left 4 Dead 1 or 2. Yeah, when you play one of those, you're just like, and this is going to happen also with Dead Island, where it's going to feel like Dying Light, you know? Yeah, I mean, especially since it's from Techland, so. Yeah, you're just going to be like, all right, it's dying, but with guns, which is a plus. Right. Dying Light 2, though, hinted in the last trailer, guns are coming to Dying Light 2. Yeah, so. that, I mean, I thought they were like thematically and storyline-wise. Don't say because there's some spoiler stuff in there. Okay. For not for no guns. But yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. But they did hint at it. Um, maybe it's another location because did you also see oh, that? Their okay. new DLC. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, their new DLC is some haunted forest in Mississippi. That's what it looks like. Uh, yeah, okay. they said there's gonna be a whole new the DLC is gonna be a completely new place to go, new enemy Fair types. Enough. Um Dying Light, dude. It, they got I have a soft spot. I have a soft spot for them. I just, Villador. It's a fun it's game. A, it's a fun game. It's a weird yeah. Robin Hood looking kind of thing with everybody in the trees well, almost. Paragliding like and, yeah. Yeah. And that weird music, you know, with the, the you know, the, I, I saw the instrument he used. Somebody made an instrument out of post apocalyptic parts, what you would possibly oh, have. Oh. And so it's like a bicycle okay. and the, the spokes. And the he's spokes. Like, yeah. And that's why in the main title, it's that weird, nothing, he can't carry a tune in the main title. And the reason why is because it doesn't carry a fucking tune. It's not. Oh, I it's thought it was just to. the 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 like a uh, uh, style design no. style choice you to should... make it feel discordant. No, you should see this fucking instrument too. And uh, okay. just last month they did a five part uh, about each one's about ten minutes, and it's the composer. And okay. I'm supposed to have him on. I he said yes, and I just haven't got back to him. But the, the the composer who did this talks about the stingers and all this kind of stuff. Talks about matching beats for like when you're running versus when you're in action and how to mend it together versus a stinger that's just like ta da. You're like bad guy's coming. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. you just ruin that. Um, yeah. But or he heaven was, forbid if it triggers early, you're like oh, oh god, well they're coming. Yeah, da da da, and you're all. No, no, no. Oh, there's, there's the bad there's guy. There's no one here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, he showed the instrument. And it's like, like it almost looks like, imagine if you got a bicycle and then cemented it into a bucket. And then you okay. like put like, you know, wind chimes on the side. You know, it's okay. it's just all over the place. Just cobbled and together. It's cobbled together. And I love okay. the idea of that where he's like, we huh. wanted to make the instrument playable, but something that was sort of from that time. If let's yeah. say you had a, a guy who new music and who was in your bar late at night after uh, fighting some zombies what would it sound like um because the first thing to break would be like wooden guitar you know wooden oh guitar yeah no that's not shit. surviving yeah. like well probably somebody using it to fend off a zombie that so exactly like, okay. true or fucking taking those cords and you know wrapping around people's necks i mean like there, there's, yep. you would you would cut that done up in done. seconds you'd be like fuck yeah. making music man this is there's six weapons in here yeah. um one of the great weapons in another zombie game it wasn't dying light but was it? Oh man, I can't remember. It was a 360 game, but he had made uh, brass knuckles out of the, out of the 
Oh, I like it, like coiled of out of the strings. No, not strings. The knobs that you that you twist on a guitar. Oh, the they, tuning knobs. The okay, tuning knobs. Wow. Thank you. Oh, yeah, that you would make, suck. and I was like, but it looked cool. I was like, oh, yeah. that fits. Oh my god, from chopping wood. That would hurt. Hands. It's so gross. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, very very cool to see some of these games come out. Um, it. I think with Redfall, guys, come on, can't be that surprised. Yeah. And then, do you see Back for Blood's done? They are done. I I think I just saw that this morning. That like yeah, the development is. Uh, we're moving on to the next game. Like wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, four years, man. Right, four but years then of working we, on it. you know, couple that with like how long? Not, not to say it's a different game, different IP, but similar genre. And like mm-hmm. Left for Dead had support for years upon years. It's Valve. These guys are only there's only eighteen people. Yeah. They don't. He he, st- yeah. he stated they looked. They at don't it, have they, the same. Yeah, he said to get us all working on the next game. Now it doesn't mean it's turning off. It's not oh, at no, all. The, yeah, and they'll, they'll do, still be but dropping no DLC. events. It's just that there's no full yeah. DLC. Yeah, which yeah. admittedly there weren't a ton of full DLC anyway. I think there was only three. So was it okay? Yeah, yeah, there wasn't a ton. There was like the hives. There was a co- there were a lot of new characters. Which also, who knows? Uh, you know, they could also a new character. Yes, is difficult to add, but they could add some skins and stuff, you know, later on. But the yeah. full DLC will stop, which at this point, uh, you know, they're on everything. They're on PlayStation Access as well, I guess. So they're mm-hmm. so they've got a good support base. And I think it's yeah, it's probably time. They probably looked at how much they were making in from the DLCs, too, and how much they're making from Game Pass. It might be the best time where they looked and they're like, you know, sometimes you'll, time look to at shift. A, you'll look at a job and you'll be like, we're getting raises every year. And we all know that that's never going to continue. Yeah, you have that yes. moment where that's you're like, not sustainable, right? It's not sustainable. <laughs> You'll be like, it, at some point, you're going to get that talk where it's like, okay, we're having problems. Your insurance is going down. You know, we've all, every job I've ever worked at, there's been that moment where you feel the, where I told you our old job. I'm like, remember how good yeah, this look is. At break it, room. This look is, at the break look room. Look at the break room. <laughs> you will always know. And by the way, that's always steered me right. Look at the break room. It's the surprising break room is how, always an indicator yeah. of how well the company is doing. Yeah. Break rooms are, you know, free food. Oh, there's no free, there's no free it, stacks. It, dude. Oh, oh, the coffee quality is going down. Oh, oh. man. I remember oh, no. every job. <laughs> I remember at HP when we'd be working there and you'd be walking by the break rooms and it was yeah. like free for everybody. Then little signs, no contractors. And you're like, yeah. ah, 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 no contract. And then it got tighter and tighter. And it was like, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't. And then they started closing like the cafeteria on some days and you're like yeah we're there we're, then we're they there. start pulling the like the the coffee and drink machines yep. and stuff yep. it's like yep. wow okay it, remember it used to be when i started at hp so people know we're talking about hewlett packard but i remember when i started it was like every tuesday and thursday unlimited donuts were at every single break room that was eight my buildings. mom would bring home so, so many because they were left over it's like she had like an entire drawer like yeah you know if you want to throw that in your lunch when you go into school like okay cool and then I started there and it was still going on. And then, yeah, it, it started to drop off right about the time I started in. Or I remember being in the office and we'd get a call that like a Thanksgiving meeting hadn't happened. And I'd be like, you guys can go in and take it. And people would just go the, in. and it'd Yeah, be like, the meeting room was just just like full packed. Thanksgiving spread. It's like, yeah, this is and the most just glorious thing. And you just see people descend on it. Like, oh, HP yeah. employees, contractors, everybody just be like, oh, my God. In the McFadden rooms. There's a free Uh, spread for Thanksgiving and the company forgot to cancel it. And you would just, you could just hear like the zombie trompings of everybody in the office. Just like, go get, you take Well, we would like dispatch people in in rounds. Um, Yeah. Yeah, It was like, we would dispatch like, okay, okay. 
yep yeah now you go yeah, okay you now go, you, go. you go it's like everybody can get in but we got we can't all go at once because that's gonna look real bad so yeah that was such it, it, it was such a hilarious time because i remember going home yeah. and not having a ton of money and i ate well probably better than most oh. people because i was yeah. taking the thanksgiving turkeys home thanksgiving and entire i remember everybody be like okay here's like an entire because there was a lot so it'd be like here's an entire bowl of mashed potatoes there's like a, a, a plate of cookies and be like, well, I can't take the cookies and the mashed potatoes because like, where am I going to put the cookies? So sometimes you go home and the only thing you would have is like three pounds of mashed potatoes, mm -hmm. but they were good mashed potatoes and they're oh, free. Yeah. So, so who gives a shit, right? Yeah. You will, oh, you will make that adjustment. Yeah. Yeah. Those were crazy. Did you also see that um, Alan Wake they're saying now, it, it, at least supposedly remedy saying Alan Wake's going to be bigger than control, which oh, I'm excited really? for. Yeah. They're starting to really talk up Alan Wake now. They're starting okay. to really like get, it's it feels so good to finally have a game that I like get a sequel without like the hope where you're like, I hope it gets a sequel and never does. This is finally yeah. with Alan Wake. I just don't know if I ever thought they would fully get one. But luckily, do you think they'll ever do? Well. Do you think they'll ever do like a crossover between Alan Wake Control and maybe Quantum Break? Just kind of not like Quantum Break. That's owned by Microsoft. Even it's though it was even yeah, though it's in the same. Though, OK, OK. Yeah. yeah. It's it's for sure. I mean, unless okay. they did a deal with Microsoft, uh, maybe. Oh, oh, let's say you get a like an exclusive get, or like DLC where they're like, here's Ooh, a mission. Yeah. One mission okay, that okay. has to do with Quantum Break. You could do that. Microsoft would take probably okay. control of that in some way. But I just I'd, think... I'd love to see those worlds actually like because you hear about it in so many games like, oh, this game who's made by this company and this other IP, they're technically set in the same world. And here's where you where you make that connection is like. I'd like to see a game where they actually the developer goes in and makes the connection because you are with that group or you play as that character or can choose to play, you know, like instead truly of truly a crossover, even text. You're talking about beyond even text because yeah. control does have text. That oh, yeah, you know, I mean, like Alan actual Wake gameplay, is, like, yeah, the director and Alan Wake actually have even yeah. if it's just like a meeting of some sort of like, hey, and like not just like a phone conversation, like you actually meet in game and like okay we cool. are truly cementing that these are tied together in this in this world and it makes sense i mean i feel i because control is popular and there was so much in control about alan wake i mean it's called awe the alan wake experience i mean you know like it's like it's a thing in control mm -hmm. it could be that in alan wake they do it in some way and that he starts talking about you know the old building starts talking about, you know, the groups or something, you know, who True. knows if that all connects. I, I don't know the timing for it either, because like, does it mean that Alan Wake's coming out no control two for a while? Or, mm. or is it possible that you have one year where it's Alan Wake and then the next year's control, then there's much higher of a chance of them being like, let's, let's do this. But I, I mean, they even now said mad, they, or they even stated that Max Payne is a part of this overarching world. Because really? there's, yeah, because I thought go, Rockstar took it completely. Well, they may have, just like Quantum Break. But if you go and look okay. at the wiki for Alan Wake and the wiki for Control, mm -hmm. they are very clear about all these characters. Like they'll, they, you know, they'll be literally like this everyone is tied. Yeah, to, everybody's oh, okay. tied to everybody okay. in some way. Um, again, I'm not. I wasn't trying to indicate there would be a new Max Payne. What I was indicating is just that they're very open about those connections, and it, it feels to me like more open than closed to having a moment where for whatever reason you might have a connection it would be good i've got it i've got it the next left for dead back for blood style game 
has all the characters, Max Payne, the director from Control, Alan, Alan Wake, Wake, Quantum Breaks guy. Yeah, Sean, all of them, Sean. you each play as a character. They have their mechanics from their own respective games. And you play as a group shooter in in that in like yeah. in the in the control in Max the reality Payne. bending control yeah stuff. in yeah. that in that world but you play as one of those four characters and and they you, all have uh, completely different powers i mean yes. even if you look at sean um i that's i'm that's his the actor's i can't remember his name yeah. quantum break but if you look at that guy's powers versus alan wake of course you'd have to look and decide what powers does he have but it would be amazing he, if one he of has alan the Wake's ability powers, to lightweight no the light shining oh, okay. no if he flipped open a journal or a, a notepad, wrote something, and the bad guys died or whatever, oh, like he's like no. writing people out of existence, oh. that would be the sweetest. His or unlocking like... things by writing about it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah no, that would be that, awesome. I, okay, I'm down. <laughs> wouldn't that I'm be down. cool? That's like, much pull, better than my idea. Or like when you die, just pull the book, the bookmark out, put it back at the starting. Like all this narrative stuff to connect it would oh, be so. Be now, of course, that will never happen. That's, no, that's no, where I that's... always get in trouble is my hope. But yeah. <laughs> I play. Yeah. That game. I, yeah, dude, I play the hell out of the game. And that game would, Back for Blood's great. It's got a lot of cool, but it's just like Survivor who wears boots. Survivor who doesn't wear boots. Fast mm -hmm. Survivor, slow Survivor. But with something like that, you have these characters that are vastly, I mean, none of them even act the same as people right. in their games. So you could do a lot there. Max Payne is so different than all the others. And also, yeah. w one Max Payne is quite different than one and two. The third one, I felt, right. tonally was... Mm -hmm. a little completely but, shifted yeah yeah no that would be awesome man i don't think i don't think we'll get it but it would be it would be amazing to see somebody take the time and just i mean we are getting surprises lately i guess that is the nice thing is lately it seems like we are getting companies who are like let's let's meet the fans you know sort of halfway which is nice mm -hmm. i feel like in the past it was always us hoping and never really getting it was always us going oh sure I hope this happens, and it wasn't really a thing. Uh, what's let's see? Hope. Speaking of hope, Rob F. You reviewed the podcast on Podcast Republic, which I didn't ask for. I absolutely appreciate it, and it does matter. So you are the third. I'm going to write this down. I had to run this while we were Rob F. If you get a chance, ping. Yeah, go for it. If you get a chance, ping it. Josh is going to go and get some pop or release some one of the two. So I'll keep you. I'll keep you uh, busy here. Getting some questions on Twitter. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through these where Josh, it wouldn't make sense for him to try to answer them anyway. So here we go. Um, Emmanuel says, where does Halo go from here? I think we talked about this, um, but overall he's asking complete reboot, retcon at 343 or retcon uh, or try to continue infinite story. I would like to see them continue infinite story, but calm it down a little bit and sort of, solidify it into the typical battle stuff that we expect and i think most of us like uh vizzle says heard any inside info on how dragon 4 is coming along nothing i want to pass on nova says has there ever been any fps made in unreal that has the snappy dialed in gameplay that our other engines are able to do um yeah the unreal tournaments i would say easily to beat almost everything in their feel um especially the original unreal tournaments uh, I don't track Unreal as a game engine in specifics for FPS, but I also don't feel that most FPS games have snappy feels to them uh, other than Eternal, uh, when it comes to Doom, Doom Eternal, Doom 2016. Um, FPSs that are very specific to Unreal, 
engine. Let's see. No, I mean, there are, I'm sure, but I, unfortunately, I, I don't track those. And I don't think that there's any, at least from what I've seen, any indicator that they can't be just as snappy. Jason Maxwell says, Hogwarts Legacy pre-orders are off the charts. What are your thoughts on taking, on takes on pre-orders? I always read a few reviews before pulling the trigger. Uh, I'm just going to tell you, I don't believe in, I don't believe in pre-orders, but if you want to do it, it's fine. I would say that you are taking, you're taking everything into your own hands when you pre-order. And I've seen people say, well, I don't believe in reviews. I get every game. If you're a millionaire, you could get every game. Uh, even if you're not a millionaire and you're not talking about every game in a hyperbolish way, but you're talking about, let's say three or four AAA games in a month, I would still say your spending habits are far higher than most. So a lot of people can't get every game. And so whenever you say, oh, I don't believe, you know, I, I, I do my own thing. I get it. But for the most part, you are the 1% of the 1%. Most people have to look in some way at the very least to check performance. And once you start checking performance, then you start seeing inevitably how performance is uh, impacting narrative. And at that point, you're reading a review. Uh, let's see. I'm just reading some of these questions that are just for me, sure. Josh. Okay. Uh, Michelangelo, why, uh, Michelangelo Lopez says, why do you think the Witcher next-gen update have been awful with performance? Unless you have a 4090. Interesting. I did not know they were. Hmm. I do not. I did not return to. I don't even know this story. I don't know anything about a, a bad performance on that. Do you? I the only one I thought I had heard of was, and, and I too have not gone back to that since I beat the game and all the DLC. But um, I thought it was just the console uh, next gen versions were having issues with uh, save game corruption, where if, if you tried to import <laughs> your your on save game, game? And, or heaven forbid your your cleared game you were losing that entire save. And I'm like, well, I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole because I put so many hours and have a new game plus ready to go. So I hadn't heard about the PC issues, but that's, well, I mean, it's could be Damn. another CD Projekt Red thing, and that's unfortunate. That is unfortunate. All uh, It's a good question, Michael. M Michael, M-I-C-H-E-L, not E-A. Michael, Michael. I apologize if I'm pronouncing it wrong. I'd just like to know to make sure that I'm not. Uh, it's a good question, and I will check yeah. into it. Thank you Interesting. for informing me. Uh, he says, with Forsaken, a game in development for so long, to be that bad, not just in the way that it looks, how do you think devs and writers make those decisions? Um, because talent is different. I, I think it's not PC to say right now. If you get 10 people and you say, okay, we're all going to do a wind sprint. We're all going to start exactly at the same spot. We're all going to have the same nutrients this morning. We're all going to have the same energy level. The fact is, is that people have different physical talents and some will run faster than others. Yeah. And I think that one of the things nobody wants to admit is that um, there's different talent levels at companies and they try their best and they just don't hit it because their talent at that time Maybe not as good. Maybe in two years, three years, a person has a bad experience writing Forspoken or has a bad experience animating something. They learn. Dude, I wasn't near as good at something. I don't know what it is, but people think the world is like, um, they've gone away from like everybody like having the same chances at mm -hmm. creating a good game to 
if they have the same amount of time and everything, they will. And you're like, dude, that's it's not a time factor. It, yeah, it's, it's not a time. It's yeah. Sometimes I mean, it's, it's one of the components yeah. potentially, but that's not the full story. Yeah, you have different talents, different experiences, different skills because they're different people. Even if they're yeah. using the exact same engine, tools, same tools, everything. have the same audio. We're all working on the same like lockdown system. All the everything, all the levels are exactly equal. You're going to get a different product. Yeah, I mean, I don't know exactly why it's gone that way, but I think it's a disservice also to pretend that um, they could have had or that it, they sh we want them to. But when they don't have success, I mean, let's say only 20% learn from it. Those 20% mm -hmm. will be better the next time. There's 20% yeah. minimum. If you're really, if you're at the very minimum, you have Jira running or some ticket system, then you're also going to know what errors you ran into that won't waste a ton of time the next time. So you're like, yeah. oh, we wasted three weeks of work because we thought questing would work this way and it doesn't work that way. Okay, great. We have three weeks of extra work this next time because we're not going to do it this way. We're going to do it the way it worked. And all of a sudden you have people, efficiencies, somebody who's efficient, that is a talent. Or a company that's efficient, that is a talent. Even if mm -hmm. maybe they don't make the best games, if they can do good games in 18 months. In less time, yeah. Amazing months in five years. It might not even yeah. be the same environment in five years. Like five years in gaming is fucking long time. That's a generation when, a lot of times. Yeah, and you and I, when we grew up, it was like every game. What did every game, every single console that released had to have a platformer, a racer, mm -hmm. and a fighter. Mm -hmm. It was unheard of to not have that. It was uh, now platformers? dude yeah i mean well then we started getting things like rpgs like okay great and then that was now an expectation like every generation is like okay it's got to have those you got to have your shooter you got to have your rpg you got to have your racing game yeah it, yeah like, the genre expectations have changed but they're changed. still like you need to have these these are your pillars when you're launching a system like they they talk about release window games right. that have to be have to meet these checks boxes and even nintendo's beholden to that like what's their one game they're putting out that's like this is the one that's going to get you to buy the system and it's usually a platformer or an rpg for them yeah yeah for them in particular because that also yeah. just speaks to their heritage yeah. it used to speak to segas but they don't make the console anymore if yeah. it that i think that's one of the things also people forget switch makes the console so it makes sense boom this is what they need to have Mm -hmm. Sony does something a little bit different, but I would say Final Fantasy has sort of become synonymous with them. I mean, since the original, you know, yeah. whatever it was when that first seven or whatever. No, it was even, I can't remember. What was the first big one that came out for PlayStation 1? Was it seven? Seven. It was okay. seven. Yeah, because yeah, six was on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. Um, Lewis Pinnell, the second, says, what is y'all's favorite third-party controller? Mm. Third-party. I mean... Man, third-party controller. I think once Xbox 360 came out, I really stopped doing third-party because their controllers were good. I and think it feels yeah. like that's what sort of stopped me from like yearning for these other controllers. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. um, it used to be Mad Cats before they it had used to be Mad Cats. Issues. Yeah, same. Yeah, same. I remember it was Mad Cats for a long time. Um, I guess Logitech for PC, and again, until the Xbox controller became compatible uh, mm. universally for PC, I would get Logitech all the time. I'm trying to even think of a third-party controller company now. I mean, you do have, you still have Mad Cats somewhere, I'm sure. You have Nike yeah. or Niki uh, or whatever. You have one or two of those. Oh, what is it? Uh, 
Oh, they make the Nintendo retro stuff Napon? for like that are Bluetooth. No, no, no. Napon it's, it's, makes stuff. It's, uh, this is a different oh, company. That's gonna bug me because I I have one of their controllers for uh for eight bit eight bit dough. Eight bit dough. Yeah. Yeah. True. Is that is, is probably is probably the closest uh third party I've ever gotten recently for like retro style gaming. Yeah, because they look a they've also got a good yeah. style to them, right? I well, because I was using it for the Switch for a while until I got a Bluetooth dongle that lets me use an Xbox controller for the Switch, and so I've been using that instead. So, but like their their quality, while still feel, you know giving you that feel like oh you're still getting something that's kind of tied to the the legacy of the console you're using it for is kind of kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, I do. I think Xbox though, once the yeah. Xbox 360 came out. Um, I liked the Duke. A lot of people don't. I, you got me one for Christmas. I enjoy those. Um, but I think that even though I like them, I do understand that they're, they're big and their buttons are separated. I think that when the three, I mean, for me, I would still say one of my favorites was the Sega Saturn and Sega Genesis when they had ABC, um, XYZ. Yeah. The Genesis one would have had the six. Yeah. I do like three face top and bottom, uh, three face Mm -hmm. buttons, but yeah, once the Xbox sort of started taking off of the 360, and it was like good enough and then it just got better and then those guys like actually were working on making a good controller after a while it was like the console makers made good controllers i mean i definitely replaced my playstation 3 and 2 controllers with third party uh playstation 4 i don't i have the normal ones but they are and 5 they're plugged in though because their batteries are balls oh yeah just trash Oh, dude, I was was playing a game on the PlayStation 5 yesterday. Mm -hmm. Full battery thing, right? Start playing. It's like less. And if you have all the options on, people need to remember. If you like these options, they talk about that's going to eat your battery. Yeah, it was like all that off. Five and a half, six hours later, it was like low battery warning. I'm trying to record. So you get this low battery warning that ruins the video. And you're like, yeah, yeah, sucks. Um, Also, remember, if you're listening. And you haven't reviewed, go to whatever audio place you uh, you have when it comes to listening to the podcast. Amazon. We're on Amazon, by the way. But you can go to Amazon. Oh. You can go to Google Podcasts, what have you. Rate, review uh, the podcast. Send me a picture and you can win Hogwarts. Hogwarts. All right, next up. Interesting, not interesting says, Do you think it would be bad faith to shadow drop Starfield like Hi-Fi Rush? As Bethesda has a history of technical issues, so consumers should know what they are purchasing before they get it. And a shadow drop removes the initial review process. That's a good point. I, I would ignore Bethesda and say shadow drops should not become... I think we talked about this. Shadow drops yeah. are great, but shouldn't become a thing, right? No, I mean, confidence in your in the quality of your game aside... Sadly, Bethesda is known for even even with delays, they put out a game that's like immediately requiring the community to fix their game. And that's that's been that way since like forever, I guess. It's like I was trying to think like Oblivion. No, that needed it. Okay, before Uh, Oblivion. Morrowind needed it. Arena needed it. Arena was a patch. All the fallouts. Yeah, all the the fallouts. Yeah. Yeah, that's just I mean, they also have more interaction. One of the things I was, uh, you know, uh, Todd had brought up was that if if they need to take a little bit of performance off the top so they can get all the interactions they get with items and physics and stuff, they'll do that. That is the one big difference in their games is all those interactions do cause their own problems. Right. 
I would say with Starfield, I would love for them to chop 10% off the top because I don't know if I need a bunch of baskets filled with cheese wheels in Starfield. Starfield is going to be one of those games where I'm going to be interested to see if I'm if I'm still grabbing everything because I think mm -hmm. there's a little bit of a narrative dissonance when you start doing that too. You're like it's you know it's it's it takes me two seconds to make money because I just stole everybody's cheese wheels and sold them or you know whatever you know there's always a character who will buy so yeah. stolen stuff. I'm taking yeah. at least one rock from every planet I go to. Yeah, That's just, well, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, it's going to happen. That would be cool. If Which they then had, like, has a, to a like rock collection, right? And but then it facility. has to like that has to go somewhere. So the the, the game has to keep that in some sort game of static memory, it. and yeah. then it starts to bloat and bloat and bloat and bloat. So yeah, yeah. Maybe they you know at some point it'll be interesting to see if they've figured out ways around some of this, because it would be nice if, for example, if I took a, if I took a rock from whatever planet, it would be nice if that turned into like just text somewhere that was like, this rock is from this planet, nothing about mm -hmm. where it was, nothing about whatever. And then if yeah. I move it around, it just keeps calling that save game and cutting up shit and removing some of that. Because yeah, you, man, if you moved a ton of stuff in like oblivion, you're in deep just, shit. Your save yeah. game would start getting so big. And I remember there were times where you would go through a portal with a bunch of shit. And then at that point, you'd be, the save game would start blowing. You couldn't figure out why. And you you realized that each time you went through a, like a portal, it would double everything you had. And then that would be saved. And the moment it was saved, yeah. that was your save. From that point on. Yeah, you can't walk that back. There's you can't no restore walk it back. point. Yeah, you just be yeah. like, oh, man. It sort of sucked. Um, Jesse says, have you guys ever w jumped into a game super late? He just started Diablo 3. Wow. Oh, very cool. Very cool. That's so a very, that's late. a fun game. That is late. That's Ooh. ancient. Late to the party. Late to the party. I mean, I'm sure I have. I'm just trying to think of what it was. I mean, like, it depends on what, like, how late, like, decades later or, like, years later. I have jumped into stuff mm. that is a couple years later but it's never been it's never been something i paid attention to when i did it so yeah. like i because maybe i'll jump into it because everybody's talking about it so i i like i'll jump into it um in you know a stream or because people are talking about it but i, I don't really experience it for very long usually it requires it to be new um what would there be that would be old final uh, i did that when i bought a new console well, you probably did that when you bought the PlayStation because you had the Xbox first, right? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so, I, I would so say maybe Horizon uh, or something. Yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn was something I jumped into just because I got it at the same time. And I I bought it. I bought the PS4 Pro about four or five months after Spider-Man came out. So mm -hmm. I went and bought that, bought Spider-Man, bought uh, God of War and bought Horizon Zero Dawn were like the big three that I wanted because of that system because they were, Oh, cause I was buying it in preparation, uh, for, uh, uh, ghost of Tsushima. Cause I'm a sucker for samurai games. Right. So, uh, yeah. So I think, uh, that was the, my late to the party was, was horizon zero dawn or not uh, horizon. Yeah. Zero dawn, not forbidden West. I think when you Fun look game. at like, yeah, ghost of Tsushima was, I mean, it had some issues that camera sucked balls, but yeah, overall, I think that that was, um, that was probably more of a reason to own a Sony system than I've had in a long time, even above, um, like horizon. I, I mean, horizon is awesome, but at, 
I don't know if it ended up being as worth as Horizon, but it was for me. It was like the one game I I really wanted to see where that was going. I sort of mm-hmm. I, I I I loved Horizon, but I loved the idea of Ghost of Tsushima. I love it. It didn't come out that it didn't come out perfect. There were definitely issues yeah. with that game, but some of the stuff that they did was awesome. It was just like following the wind and shit like that. Like some yeah, of the stuff that they came up super cool. With. Oh, dude. They did such a good job with that. Um, let's see. Le- Lesky says, if any video game world was going to be an explorable planet in Starfield, which would you want it to be and why? Ooh. I mean, Skyrim, I-, I think it'll happen. At the very minimum, somebody is going to mod it so that when you go to a planet in Sky in Starfield, you click a button and it opens an executable of, st- of st- Skyrim. It'll just happen just because like a a Tamriel add on. Yeah. Just for fun, even because even I, by the way, I can write a script to like call an executable. So Uh, right. It'll happen whether it took save game data Hmm. in or whatever, but I could see them. Imagine (laughs) them loading. Imagine the, the mod includes a save game that loads you right at the character editor. And so it's like, just boom. And you're at the character editor and you probably still have Starfield running because I, I don't know if you can force the executable to close in a mod. You, you probably can, but I almost say they wouldn't do that. But at the same time, that seems like just that'd the be a lot of meme head, about have them they put Skyrim in everything, including this brand new no, game I, for it, the it, people what makes Skyrim. Gonna it's going to happen. Good Lord. <laughs> it'll happen. Yeah, it'll happen. It fades, just because... in, it fades in. You're on the wagon. And that's the meme. No, that will be. Uh, dude, I've talked about this on Twitter. I, over a year ago, <laughs> I was like, this will for sure happen. It will happen just for the fun of it. Just for the whether just because, a real modder yeah. takes it. It will happen because it can happen. And yeah. that's what they're known for. And and I also <sighs> said, I have a feeling there'll be a planet of just Khajiit. It only makes sense. People love some of oh, these yeah. races. So it'll be like Khajiit's got wares, and you go to a planet. Got Argonians on another. Yeah, Argonians on another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see any reason why a modder wouldn't just for the for the feel of it. And then if somebody is really good at modding, the idea of somebody saying, "Hey, man, what if it's a virtual reality? What if it's a fake virtual reality in Starfield?" So you go to a console, and it takes your character, and you like log in, and it opens up Skyrim. All Mm -hmm. that matters is that it it lies to the player enough for the player to buy in. And I don't yeah. see that being too hard. There's your holodeck program. There's your, your holodeck. Yeah. 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 Good I, I just don't see it being that difficult. It, it's another uh, one is a fallout as difficult as some of the big mods. I should say. And another yeah. one's fallout. Yeah, no, we, I mean, I'm calling, I absolutely think it will happen. I don't think the world will be fallout. Like you, you know, but I don't a snapshot there over will be just yeah. enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, we, wow. we've got there. We're there. It's <laughs> which is weird to think that we're there technology-wise. Evan yeah. McGetrick says, "What do you think Xbox is missing in their gaming exclusives?" I know my answer, and it is for sure. Whenever I see somebody say Xbox has no games, they're full of shit. It's got a ton of exclusive games, not a ton, but it's got exclusive games, mm-hmm. and it just released one. What they really want, whether they know it or not is a third-person action-adventure game to match up against one of Sony's to see if they're comparable. Yeah. That is honestly all people are talking... They don't know they're even asking for that because there's racing games and there's yeah. Hi-Fi Low that just came out. There's Starfield. There's all... It, it, it does not matter. What they really want to do is see a Days Gone, Horizon, Ghost of Tsushima game, Spider-Man God game of War on Xbox. God of War on Xbox. 
That's why, you know, I, where's my fable at? Where's your fable? Uh, Quantum Break was their attempt. Quantum Break was their big attempt. That's why Quantum Break was so action-packed versus mm -hmm. all their other remedies. And remember, Quantum Break had TV shows as cutscenes. 45-minute, yeah. 30-minute TV shows. God, those were amazing. They're, I liked them. I thought they were good. Yeah, it's um, a cool concept. We've talked about what do you think should be done with Titanfall. David Rodriguez says, are you reviewing Hogwarts? Please see all of my podcasts and comments about when I talk or do not talk about game reviews. Derek says, this whole Halo thing, we talked about that. Um, Fuma says, uh, hey, ACG, what game do you think is the most underrated? I'd say Mad Max. Mad Max, now everybody likes it. It was underrated. What is a game that's underrated? What is a game that's underrated? Underrated. Like. In what regard, though? Exactly. Scores or underrepresented in the discussion of yeah. games. Those are yeah. two completely different things. Mm. Um. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's almost like trying to figure out like, okay, what's a game that you're enjoying that you feel people are kind of sleeping on? And it's hard to do because a lot of times I, the amount of bandwidth and time I have to play games is usually yeah. geared by feedback I'm getting externally like, hey, maybe you should check this out. Hey, this review's coming out. Hey, this game, you know, is here. And it's... Yeah, I mean, it's hard to... To being plugged into this particular hobby that I love, it, it's hard to really feel anything is particularly underrated. Dude, yeah, I'm having, I mean, because I also surround myself with people that will probably be talking about a game because I won't, sh if I like a game, I won't shut up about a game. So I'll talk about the game. Which mm -hmm. means they'll, so for example, Homefront Revolution, I can give you an example. That's a game that maybe you could consider it to be underrated. Some people didn't like it. I like Homefront Revolution too. I think it's phenomenal. I really do like it. And I sold so many copies recently in the Discord because I would not oh, really? shut up. Yeah, because I started posting okay. pics and people were like, what the fuck? That game looks amazing because it still yeah. has like super high level coloring, lighting. And I started telling people, and we just had people streaming it, people buying it. Like, people were like, oh, this is insane. Like, I had not heard of that. So I would say people slept on that. Um, okay. So that one, that would be my example. Again, I don't know the scores it got. I think that's a different, because you can get games that score really well, and you're like, how the fuck did this score well? Um, I mean, along, kind of along the same lines, I guess, maybe uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy. Depending on how well, I don't know if that did incredibly well, but that felt like, and it's hard to say because it's like you have a DLC that's a side story, but is its own game, and so oh, so good. It's it's kind of hard to like where where does that cutoff point of what you know? I guess you could. You're right though. It's not the one that they said that they were working on next. So in a way, I feel that yeah. they put they put Nate to bed. Mm -hmm. They tucked him in and they didn't untuck those two. So to me, that m means even they have sort of sat on its, on like have sort of let it lie without, you know, crowing yeah. about it. Because I personally think it's got some of the best two person combat I've ever seen in a game. You know, when you join, when you, I don't mean two people, I mean two person in the game. When you right. fight the bosses and you're the two girls, that shit's next. I mean, it feels good. 
like that game I, I enjoyed the combat in that game i thought it was one of the more one of the best uncharted games ever made and it's definitely not really caught on oh I, dude uh raving rabbits too that game came and went and undersold dramatically oh really yeah oh okay undersold terribly and that game was awesome and game is better than the first, which was a multi-seller. And the, even Ubisoft said it sold terrible. Like, oh, just sucks. really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Did hmm. you play the first one? I'm not a, not a fan. Not a huge... I don't know. Just the rabbits themselves don't really grab me. They're sort of silly. They're sort of dumb. There's nothing really about the rabbits that are which, really cat. Right, like, but and there's nothing wrong with it. Just for some reason, just it didn't didn't draw me in. Yeah, and I can't I would, really quantify why. I mean, honestly, they're just goofy homicidal rabbits. They, they yeah. might be funny or they might be terrible. And for them, I just don't think they're really, I don't think they're really grabby. Uh, last person who won, let me look here. Find what the day, what the hell day did we start this thing on? What day is today? February 7th. Day is the third. third. All right, here we go. Come on, baby. Hurry up. What is happening here? I'm always, always at the cusp of running too many programs on this PC. I'm always just, just right there. On the ragged edge. Raggedy edge, just waiting. Oh, that pop up, right? Nope, because that is, off oh, all the people, it loaded the same person again. Come on, man. Come on, go. And go. Okay, here we go. It's got to search through Gmail. It's not the greatest. Oh, okay. Sure. Am I getting a message on my machine? I think I am. Come on, baby. Well, what the big hell? Big money, big money, it's big not money. not showing up. not showing up. Let me, let me enter a different entry here. Come on. And yeah, exactly. Everybody's like, come on, did I win, motherfuckers? <laughs> it just... What's happening here? defaulted its search down to one so it's randomly picking the same one Derek Farrow one to pick from Jesus it. Christ yeah <laughs> Derek you won Derek Farrow if you uh respond back on this email you will have also won dead space that's one two three four five that's your five winners congratulations Boom. everybody that's Roy Stephen Rob caught Alan Alan caught Alan is his first name and Derek Farrow um hopefully we'll be able to get you uh those codes Digital code would be easier to get. Um, physical, we'll we'll still get it to you unless you're like in Swaziland or someplace that you can't ship to. You can ship to almost anywhere right now, can't you? I mean, for any amount of money, yeah. Yeah, They'll for any amount of money, you can hire a transporter. Yeah, you can, yeah, yeah. You can definitely do it. What else do we got going on? Anything big? Anything? Uh, we're oh, we're doing board games. Yep. This weekend. On Sunday. I always forget Sunday, right? Sunday, yeah. Sunday, well, it's because it's an off day. We usually never do it on Sunday. It's always on Saturday. So. Yeah. Yeah. At some point. You just gotta. I mean, I think back in the day when I was working like those really, or and like you are, where you're working the really solidified ones. Sunday's always hard to do. Yeah. Because as a kid, when you grew up, you looked forward to the weekend. It was always Friday and Saturday. It was never Sunday. Sunday meant Monday. Right. Right. Like Sunday. Right, but then also it was fine because we were getting together and and gaming almost every day of the week anyway. Right at yeah. work. Yeah. So. It's, but I think Sunday's just always again. been like stuff like you do. I think normally, isn't it Saturday or Sunday you do laundry? 
Don't you yeah, have one Sunday? Day yeah, Sunday yeah, I do Sundays. laundry and do shopping for the weekend. It's basically like, okay, what's on my what's on my to do list that I need to actually get done? We took it starts. seriously. Like God rested on that day, and we're like, yeah, us yeah. too, us too. We are gods. But yeah, we're gonna do if um, this last this two weeks ago we did uh, how to catch a how to catch a killer, which was that awesome. game is amazing yeah the game is amazing i went out to was, a game store yesterday and tried to find something else in that in that genre, genre. and i'm like i'm like there's really at least they didn't have anything so it's good yeah. I'm, I'm trying to try there to not some... go the amazon route but it's like oh, why is that i just i wanted to kind of like support oh, local support game store local kind store. of thing yeah you know and i was like looking for uh, uh what was the other one we played it was a throne dice or dice oh, throne, dice throne. Dice dice throne. throne was that was super shit. fun too yeah. yeah and i'm like that seems really cool yeah, we're, I, I got a new one for uh, How to Catch a Killer, and then um, I got another brand of the same thing. The big oh, thing with How okay. to Catch a Killer and the big thing with these kind of games, including escape rooms, is the game has to be big enough for a big table. It can't be those little handouts. And yeah. we were right at yeah. the cusp to where it was fine, but the game prior to that that I stopped us playing because I didn't like it. Because well, because you had to use small. a phone, yeah. Yeah, well, no, I was talking about the little tiny baby game. That we were gonna oh, play. Oh, right. The yeah, monster, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like you know, like use monsters to you know kidnap cheerleaders or something. Yeah, it, that, yeah basically. It was bee swarming. You play the villains, yeah. Yeah, it looked cool, but it was too small. But yeah, cat, how to catch a how to catch a murderer was awesome. And even though we missed, I wouldn't say we missed a clue, but there were obviously the clue that we had. We made the right decision overall. I think only two mm. of us had the wrong killer or thought it was somebody else. Um. It was awesome to be able to go back and look at that mm -hmm. and look at everything we looked at and be like, oh, shit, you know, we did a good job. Like we overall, we were breaking things down. They mm -hmm. didn't make it that weird. You know how some games and we've seen this with Sherlock in a way where you're like, dude, yeah. where's the jump? Where's the leap in logic here? Like, right. how did you get from here to here? That one? I think well, I think we it ranked it like up. local law enforcement versus like TV law enforcement yeah. you would see on a show. It's like. We made rational, normal, and yeah. logical decisions, whereas like they make plot decisions that really don't always connect and yeah. have to be like walked through as a solution at the end in some of those. So that's where like, yeah, Sherlock Sherlock figured this out before leaving breakfast, dude. Yeah, and it took Sherlock you a day and a detective. half. <laughs> and and also, I think the big thing with Sherlock is there's a lot of reading that can pop up, and you get like yeah. you know. Ye, where are your bits? And you're you're trying to do it. You're like, should I do an accent? Should I not? You know, they're you should fun. always do an accent. <laughs> you should always do an accent. They're hilarious. They're fun, yeah. but at the same time, there's a lot. And then some people yeah. maybe don't want to read. Some people do want to read. Some people mispronounce. What I liked about this one is, um, and I, and I definitely found out that if I took pictures on the tablet, then two people could look at the paper because that is another problem. That was with those super games. super handy. Yeah, yeah. To but it was hand, once divide. I started like looking and going like, okay, I know what this person's talking about. I can look because if they're like, well, I'm going to look at the paper. Oh, this person went over there. You're like, yeah, but I need to see it because I need to make sure that you're understanding what they're saying or that mm -hmm. I'm understanding it. Um, I, I'm using a online whiteboard for the next time we play so that you can oh, take cool. a picture and then every single person can just log into that web page and, and all the pictures be able to see it. Nice. You, yeah. Nice. So everybody can just be like, okay. And In you can time. still use the paper stuff. One person can, but instead mm -hmm. of one person holding the paper, but yeah, so that people know to catch a murderer or to catch a killer is just that it's, uh, it's just, I think they're about 30 bucks and it lasted us. Oh, like four, three, four hours. Three four easy. Hours. But um, like, and it, but it was yeah. like, 
it did not lull. No, that game. We did were not like, we were invested, yeah. and are like, okay, great. Now we get here to this point, and the and it had its own built-in pacing with the 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 locking mechanism for the for the extra evidence. It's like, oh, oh, true. This yeah. cracks this other thing over here. We've been kind of beating our head against, and like, yeah. and the discussions that came up. So it's like it felt like this was paced really well by its design, which is so nice. What's even cooler is a person by themselves absolutely could do that game. Oh yeah, because people yeah. have asked about like, and it even stated uh, on like Amazon to be like, "Is can a solo person play this?" And I'm like, "Dude, that game would rock solo," because there's nothing in that game that a person with a piece of paper and a pin could not track. The cipher, admittedly, we got it figured out pretty quick, yeah. but there were one yeah. or two other ciphers later that sort of stepped up the difficulty, and you're like, "All yeah. right, two people working on this probably helped," because somebody could be like, "You well, try cross checking, plus eight, and yeah, 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 I'll yeah. try plus three yeah. letters, and we'll figure it out." But yeah, that was. That game was awesome. The only real issue is that it is one time, but you could easily donate that or sell it to a friend that didn't mm -hmm. go to that board game with you and they want to play it. Um, and you could, I mean, we just made sure to not damage anything and use extra papers. I think we had to tear the envelope. That was the only thing. Like, that was just because the folding were, alignment was yeah. just like, I can't quite, and you need it. And it and it's yeah. like, a zero looked it. like a D, which right. looked like an O. And right, we because like, of mm. because it was cursive and not printed, yeah. and it's like okay, well, it's somewhat interpretive, but I think that and that's the problem that I have with uh, Sherlock. What is it, legacy game, legacy oh, games, legacy. where you play through and you actually destroy things by mm. the nature of that? And like, I'm yeah. not a big fan of that because even if you've solved the mystery, being able to let someone else enjoy it, yeah, in its entirety without any sort of possibility of missing something, whereas like a legacy game or a living game, it's a great concept for those who love it. I just like I have a hard time because I don't want to, I don't want to break anything. I don't anything like damaging my stuff. Yeah, exactly. I just, yeah, and, and even so, let's say I mean I don't think I would forget this game, but I could easily see myself DMing that game for other people by being there. They could bounce questions off. So you could you could have another group come over who all want to play the game, you've played it. And you're like, okay, you know what? You guys play it. Mm -hmm. I'll sit over here. And if you're way off base or if there's something, maybe we'll give you five counters and you can get, have a hint five times or what? Cause we didn't have a hint. There was, there's no hint system in this game, at least that I found online, but I didn't make an account. But uh, so that people yeah. know, I mean, one person can play, but also we played with six, six five, 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 one, two, five. It was we played with five and we'll play again with seven. Uh, we'll play that. And then this other version I got, as long as the handouts are, are big enough. But if you guys haven't checked it out, that and then Dice Throne was that Dice was super Throne like was awesome, it, easy to get into. But like I could see how like, oh, the, the, the tactics and the strategy, you can dig real deep once you get in like yeah. a little ways into it. So, yeah, it was cool because cool. when you roll the dice and like there were a couple questions like, oh, I hold the dice or I, what, you know, but yeah, overall, when things happen. Many. Yeah. 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 I think we're all I'm accustomed to video games. So sometimes when even the smallest rule set fucks up or, or has, I'm like, Oh, this is going to ruin my enjoyment. But I just have to remind myself that it's impossible. Like it's not a, a video games coded and like, you can look at it and go, this is the yep. way it works with mm -hmm. dice thrown. There was a couple things that were like, I don't know if I should be doing this or doing that, but once we sort of figured it out and then there were a couple, I think there was two mistakes with plurals. One, no, yes. one, right. One, there was, well, it was because Denny of how like, 
right there was like how how counters work in a given situation as like rules as written versus rules of of like what is it what's the intent kind of thing and i think it it wasn't too bad cards versus card and that was causing us to be like "Uh i think that might have been what it was yeah yeah um but yeah so if anybody hasn't checked that out it's awesome admittedly it's a little it's a little generic the version we got was marvel so you had like um what thor versus scarlet witch all those mm-hmm. that was versus great like spider-man versus, versus spider-man which we never yeah. got to play we would yeah. two marvel heroes we didn't have enough uh people uh yeah. that we didn't even maybe one maybe just no there were two spider-man and um wasn't there another I think, one i think it was black widow it might have been black widow might have been black widow uh and then there are these add-on boxes each add-on box contains two characters you can play and basically you have cards in your hand you roll dice and the dice correspond to the cards in your hand. And if you have enough dice that you've rolled correctly, you can apply them as long as... And the character screen makes it so easy to track. Yeah, the character screens were cool because they were a little D&D-ish, but they were yeah. they were graphically sort of high highfalutin, which I think matters mm-hmm. to me. I need a little bit of saccharin. Like if it was just black and white i think i would have yeah. been like eh. but here's instead, a wall of text explaining everything yeah. of your characters like eh, well, that was another thing there, there were there, the the skills everything were pretty much in line the only thing yeah. that we had an issue with is it stated right at the starting do not play the multiplayer everybody against everybody version and that was the only version we could play <laughs> at least not at least not their first they time said, through, like the first well, time that's no matter what don't away. play it and we were like <laughs> well that's yeah because i can see if you've played this a couple times just against another person, and so you're really picking and choosing, by that point, when you do play against a group, you'll be like, okay. Also, if we have an even number of people, you could certainly do teams. So we didn't. No matter which right. way we wanted to play, the only way we could possibly play was everybody against everybody. And yeah. so I think we were just rolling a dice to see who we hit. We were like just doing a battle battle royale. Yeah, Um, which you, which was nice. But I mean, I could see how easily, and it kind of a, speaks to the... the the awesomeness of the game design about how you can support augment and or um hinder yeah other people people in a team and like hey this may not even be something i can even use but hey if i use that in conjunction with this person's ability yep. over here that can crush and like here's a counter for that you know like it's it, it was surprisingly well designed also whether it be fan made uh or something like we get with marvel champions which is another board game I could see them doing raid decks where you have a main boss and everybody fights a main oh, boss. Oh, yeah. And yeah, it just cool. says three, you know, one to three to fight this boss. Mm-hmm. Here's this it, difficulty it, level. You, yeah. Yep. If you have five to eight, seven people, um, you know, this is how many hit points they have. These are the dice. And you end up having uh, AOE attacks. You know, you could have totally. Thanos stuff. You could have them sending, you know, enemies towards you. So I don't know why it's not been done because Dice Throne's been out for a while. Um, and we saw that in World of Warcraft which was another one of these games. World of Warcraft had that. You'd have a card game. Yeah. It started out with just enemies. And then I have it. It's called, and it's mimicked after one of the game's dungeons, an actual Mm. raid. And you have, it's called a raid box and you open it up. And now everybody doesn't have to play against each other. They're trying to kill the raid boss. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. And you're actually working through like normal characters along the way. And then you go and you keep fighting, keep fighting, keep fighting, do all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you get the raid boss and it can be like one to six hours. You know, you depend on, on a, on a bunch of things, but they're not the only ones to do it. Um, and I do think dice throne would have benefited from that or could be awesome. Like campaign stuff. It would be great to be like, here's like, you know, the Thanos campaign. Yeah. And you have, you know, maybe three boxes where each box, each six months or whatever is like a new, a new battle, a new, a new thing you're trying to do. 
So it could be very cool. We'll have to see how, how it all works out. But if you guys haven't checked those out, so that's Dice Throne, How to Catch a Killer. I always say murder, How to Catch a Murder. That must be the TV show. I, yeah, I think, I think that's that I think that's a TV show versus the yeah, the game. And then, uh, no, that was it. That was it, right? Those two. Those, those were two. the two that we played all the way through to completion. Yeah, those were a blast. Hopefully, you guys listening cool. are, are getting a chance to do some board games or something. Uh, what else do we got before we wrap this up? Anything? We're still an hour and a half early. Awesome. Um, um, I would say aside from that, kind of on the the board game front or tabletop gaming, the OGL stuff that's been adjusted. Yeah, so that so the OGL, so people don't know, that was like <clears throat> Wizards of the Coast's new new set of instructions for people who wanted to use their world and their rules mm-hmm. and it was pretty shit yeah it was like harmful it was like a ton of money it's all kinds of weird stuff to use their their rules and to use their worlds and sort of their you potentially didn't own your own stuff yeah you potentially yeah so if you so that people understand so if i wanted to make a D game based on my world but i just was like i'm gonna use fifth edition rules it wasn't just that you're using their rules it was that you're using their rules and then once you made money you had to pay them money yeah, and like a percentage of that. It wasn't, I I looked at it and was like, that doesn't seem like a huge amount, but I'm used to Steam and hearing developers right. talk. So I was right. like, but then once I heard some people say, hey man, you know, that doesn't matter. Here's the one thing their thing didn't take into account. It doesn't matter if you're making money profit. It matters if you're just making money. So you may just still revenue. have bills to pay. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it doesn't matter because you made this certain amount of money. Now you have an right. extra bill to pay or or your money just magically goes away. So what was weird is like the moment you ticked it, you had to pay it. So it was like, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Oh, you made this much. You're screwed. Boom. Yeah. You're screwed. And uh, yeah. so that everybody knows they, they said it was leaked. They said it was testing. They said all this stuff and they kept rolling it back. But what they did do was make more competitors, which is the second time they've done this. The yep. reason why Pathfinder exists is because it's of because of that around. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it, they did it again. They did it again. Dude, I don't know why anybody believes. I just don't get it. It's I, I, I hate them. I hate Wizards of the Coast. I hate them because yeah. they always do this. And there's always something underhanded with what they do. And it doesn't matter if it was TSR. doesn't matter if it's them now. Or they, even Hasbro. Or Hasbro is what I was going to mention. Yeah, they they are always, they're just underhanded. They're, mm-hmm. I mean, and I saw people say, okay, well, they, they reversed it. Yeah, because this got out and they got caught. How does that mean in two years? What if you have a vested, what if you've spent time and you, you believe them and you build up everything and this next time they don't roll it back and now suddenly you owe them money or suddenly... Right. And you see all these other companies saying, fuck you, man, we're not doing that. You can use now you have even companies who used to charge or not charge, but they'd be like, you need to accredit us. Now you have them being like, fuck it. You don't need to because they're doing the anti-PC movement where they're like, we're going to be more cool. Yeah. And so it's just free advertising for us because we are now making an easy, semi easy shift to then capitalize on the backlash. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, Pathfinders, I mean, I don't think people realize, but Pathfinders huge, it's got its D&D games, it's got its video games, and that's why yeah. it exists, is because they fucked up the first time. Um, and all it is is a rule set with a 20-sided dice, which is another thing. If I were a game developer, I would never use 5th edition. I would never probably use TSR stuff ever to be so nervous about them trying something, or switching yeah. and saying, you know, we're doing something else. I mean, look at their new thing. You saw that subscription service thing? 
that's gonna that they're doing D and D one or D and D live. Oh yeah, yeah, one D and D, yeah, yeah. Dude, that's there to grift you. They are yeah. making you charge. They are take. This is what's weird. They're taking an analog <laughs> yeah. thing and turning yeah. it digital so that they can mm -hmm. charge you for it. And right. you're just like, but I've got it. It's yeah. such a. I'm already there. <laughs> I'm already there. Like, what do you yeah. mean you're going to. It's so backwards, man. It's so. I mean, I get why they're doing it because of money. Yeah. And because, you know, places like Critical Role do it, but Critical Role even throw them under the bus and was like, you know, everybody should be able to make whatever they want. And. Right. Yeah. And well, that's the thing is like they were already edging away from potentially yeah. D, D. They had their own publishing, their own thing. Like, as soon as their contract was up with Wizards of the Coast, they could just walk away with their hands clean, going, "Okay, you guys are nuts, and we're going to go over here now." And there's 50, 60, 70, 20 sided dice games out there. Like, there's nothing. If you use a twenty sided system, I mean, you don't. I mean, no, I'm that's saying the, that's I'm the pretending. Of, I mean, that yes, you if do. that was yes. the only thing, yeah. If you if, have to use a d twenty system, there's a ton to choose from. You got options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I think that's one of the cool things. Like, yeah, you know, the idea that these other companies are coming forward. I mean, Pathfinder's awesome in that way. I don't like Pathfinder at all, really. But I like. I don't know enough about it to have it a, a, an opinion. I like what but doing. with all that's going on, I'm interested now yeah right I mean, you, they you, sort of you did the opposite thing you were intending yeah. to do to try and lock it down you've now pushed me away from something i've been playing for for decades my entire life like maybe it's i mean i say that in like conceptually that's where i started like with the whole dice yeah. aspect but at the same time like i play you know any of our homebrew or open world stuff that we've done but at the same time like it always comes back to what is the Xerox, the Kleenex? It's you call it D and D, yeah, even right. though you're well, playing yeah. you're playing tabletop RPGs. But I'm much more interested in, in looking into. Well, okay, let me see if I can learn the system of Pathfinder because I don't trust this over here now. I've found myself to be really, I really like Savage Worlds. I don't think it's perfect, and they all get into role playing versus role playing, like a lot of roles, which I okay. even when they say they're not, I find that they roll more than I would like to. But just systems Savage, within systems. Yeah, Savage Worlds does good okay. because they took riffs and they changed to Savage Worlds, so you can now play riffs with Savage Worlds rules, so you don't have the shitty rules that oh riffs okay. normally right. has. Um, they've got a bunch of different IPs, but I think the problem with Savage Worlds is a little bit like. And the problem with Pathfinder, all these, is that they do, whenever they do switch their um, edition, there's some oddities. Savage Worlds in particular has like a normal version, then like an adventure version, which is more of your, like, it's the same stuff, but it's, a little, it's okay. just more adventurous, like a, a little bit more, a little bit less rolling here, maybe a little bit more character building here. And then Fate oh, is, okay. Fate, I like the idea for, but it's a, it sort of feels like a mess. It doesn't feel, it feels almost like somebody made it just to be different, but it's good in that. They have a lot of different things for it. Okay. I've tried to like fate, but mm. regardless, and then you have like, you know, Warhammer and they use percentiles, which are probably to me in the end, the easiest. Some of the easiest. Yeah. If you're yeah. going to get a group together and nobody's played D and D percentiles, most people know how to count to a hundred. And that's just how humans have grown. So like dice pools might feel good, but they're a little confusing. But if you just say, dude, you have one to a hundred in this skill. That person can probably go 20 is worse than 80. Yeah. Like most people. You can people, do the math. Yeah. Yeah. If you can, yeah. if you can count apples, you can probably play. <laughs> and the cool thing about D, uh, percentiles is that bigger spread. Cause I always felt weird when like somebody would have a 15 or a 17 in a D 20 game. And I'd be like, mm -hmm. well, that's really not like, what does that really mean? 
Well, how do you explain world, like a, a, difference. A, a jump over a chasm for two different characters? One who's a human, another one that's halfling. The if their skills, if they don't have a specialty skill on the side, but you have to explain like this is this difficulty for this person because their legs are freaking longer. Yeah, this is difficult for this person. Like, okay, you just adjust the different. Like for you, you roll straight. Okay, you it's it's a plus uh, or it's a negative thirty five because of your height. So yeah, that just, just explains just more. Easier. And then like, yeah. Yeah. And I, I remember when we were really playing Warhammer a lot, it was to the point to where it was very easy even to do battles because it'd be like plus 5%. I could just do it in my head. And so there, you wouldn't even have to talk. Somebody would be like, I'm attacking the guy. And I'd be like, well, this dude's on the stairs. This dude has this weapon. This dude has this weapon. This dude's weapon mm -hmm. is faster than this guy's plus 15%. Okay, roll. And then you wouldn't even have to talk out loud. And you, everybody, that's the other thing is that a lot of people play D&D where a lot of numbers are dropped. And it's like, that's where I want to get away from. I don't mm -hmm. like the consistent... It slows the flow of combat, it's, which it, combat it is the slowest part of, of the... Yeah, yeah it's... It, right? Combat is the slowest part of any D&D or any so tabletop weird? game. Because if it's not, then people will die quicker or more speedy and people will be mad about that too. Right. Like, that's the other thing is like, I we've played games where we we have pretty fast game speed, but overall yeah. I've still seen a battle take a while. And if it didn't take a while, then a person would also be mad because they'd be like, oh, well, I didn't really get a chance to, you know, think Yeah, it's a weird through. sort of way of like, show your work how you killed yeah, me. Yeah, right. It's like, right. but at the same time, it's, you know, it depends on, even, even, with, even if you trust everyone at the table, your DM included, is like, I could see how people feel a little bit put off, like, oh, I took a lot of damage that battle. Why is that? I thought my rolls were good. Yeah. And that's yeah. kind of the the give and take. But like, yeah, with the Warhammer system, it just felt like it was fast and it felt like you could you could feel the combat in your head rather than I mean, granted, everything is technically turn based because of initiative and stuff like that by design, but at the same time, Warhammer felt like it was the farthest away from where initiative or turn-based elements were were slowing combat down because it like it was boom to boom to boom to boom to boom and it felt like okay you're trading blows with somebody not okay i attack yeah. okay we plan now i attack it's like it yeah, slows and it down I, and too i much. think um whether you call it turn-based or not i do remember there were some rules in there that were like um i think it was a skill or something i can't remember but i remember at a time when we were playing it long enough where the ideas started to pop up where it's like, I'm going to purposely take a minus 10 to dodge so that I can add plus one to the attack on the, and players were able to have an agency that didn't require a skill name, didn't mm -hmm. require a thing. And I remember we that created would, active combos. There would be active yeah. combos. Yeah. And so there yeah. was, there was a cool feeling in that game. And I, I hope to see Warhammer uh, fantasy roleplay catch on again. I know that seventh Cantonal, I think they're the ones who own the, and I haven't been, I, I own all the new ones, but I was talking mm -hmm. to, um, Trevor from me myself and die the last time he was yeah. on and I I like I like their stuff but they are missing there's some juice that existed in that that second edition and yeah there's something that's a little too um gamey I don't know how to describe it it's like everything feels it, it, it almost feels like a tabletop more than I would like it to like games are starting to get especially uh role-playing games they're starting to get so tabletoppy because I think people do get upset if they die and they can't really figure out exactly why. And it's like, well, sometimes shit happens. You don't want to kill anybody, but it can happen. And we don't even have that much death in our games. If you look at all the years we no, played. No, every, every time like, it's happened, it was like, no, no, no. 
I am not arguing this because this was so it was over like the six top. Things on top of each. Yeah, other, it's like yeah. because you had systems in place. Like honestly, and I, I I don't know if that was something you pulled from um or just kind of had as a house rule, but like the entire fate system of like okay. Dice rolls are not always going to go your way. You're going to hit a point like, oh, you're going to die, die. Like, okay. Or you you did something and missed it critical. Okay. You you gave the player agency to walk that back because yeah. you're heroes. You're, or you're building to be heroes of the yeah, realm. Yeah, obscure that kind of thing. death it's like, from Dragonlance where somebody falls off yeah. a cliff and you're like, yeah, it's like, probably not. That's yet. not a great way Less to go. Yeah. 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 No, fate. I, I don't remember. I'm sure fate was. I mean, I might have come up with it, but it's in everything now. So it's like yeah. um, as as in I may not have read it and been like, this makes sense to say, you know, you guys because it does suck when you get a hero. Now, sometimes it can be like executive decision where S <laughs> Steven Seagal dies at the starting and you're yeah, like, it's like, he's coming back. Right? Yeah, I'll take the sacrifice. He's not coming back. Yeah. <laughs> but the cool thing about fate points is I do remember in particular, some people when we would play would be like, no, I don't need to take a, I'm going to wait, you know, like I don't need to yeah, spend a it's, fate it's point. A, I'll it's take a, a commodity. Hit. Yeah. 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 It's a commodity. It makes, and role playing wise, sacrifice means nothing if you're just going to roll it back with the fate points. So some people would mm -hmm. be like, no, I'll take the, like, I lost a finger or whatever. Well, that's that shit happens. Like, I'm not going to waste a fate point on that um, as long as you give them out uh, rarely. But I think the cool thing is seeing all this stuff. We talked about Viva La Dirt, Viva La Dirt League, mm -hmm. right? Isn't that what it is? Yeah. Um, yeah. And and seeing them and stuff like that and, and having remembered because I had forgot their name, but having all of those guys do stuff and seeing D&D &D catch on is very cool. I just think that it's unfortunate because we all have rules lawyers in real life that you meet. We luckily purposely will like make sure we don't have any. Mm -hmm. Um, but you see that in online stuff. That's why like you got to vet everybody you're playing with. Yeah. You can get that one player where you're all, Oh my God, are you kidding me? Or they take forever <laughs> uh -huh. or Absy forgetting, you know, what, what he, he stopped forgetting. He did great the last game, but the game yeah. before that, he couldn't remember suits for cards he was like what are these called and you're like dude those are spades <laughs> but i mean that does happen too because people don't play yeah. cards as much but um yeah it's overall it's just awesome to see that i can't wait to see what not that one does but i can't wait to see what some of the vr systems are like um and some of the new board games i don't know if you've seen some not replacements for tabletop sim mm -hmm. but there's another two or three companies coming oh, out really? with like yeah oh yeah. great and have you checked out tabletopia Table no. Because Tabletopia is like Tabletop Simulator, but the games are scripted. Mm -hmm. As Ooh. in they're written. Yeah. And they have some of the oh, biggest awesome. games like Batman, Arkham Asylum. They have like um uh, any of the big games. Gloomhaven, I think, is on there, mm -hmm. but they're fully scripted for the most part. And they're you can it's free, plus you can pay to do I think a free account can have two games up and running and saved, like almost like save states. Um, oh. and then if you pay, you can do more, but it's called Tabletopia. But it's okay. Cool. There's Gotta a lot of check stuff. that out. Yeah. And they even do some solo things as in they have so that you can see the board and you can play a solo game without having to like <laughs> have the paper because solo I actually like to mess around and sort of see like what you I feel the mechanics. Real game yeah. Feel mechanic. Yeah, yeah. 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 But Tabletopia is awesome. I mean, I like Very Tabletop cool. Sim because you can throw your minis in there and you can buy a miniature from Hero Forge and throw it in there and you have the real. We use miniature. it every week for uh, for our online D&D &D game. So with Trevor. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah, using we use, uh, tabletop, use tabletop simulator because it, it has like the maps. So we have our, our little minis and it's basically in conjunction with us being on camera kind of stuff. Dude, so it's, it's, it's awesome, man. It's I mean, I don't know how it's legal. It's just, right. I mean, I, I on there. Yep. Everything. Just 
just kind of setting to the side. Don't know what that's about, but I'm yep. glad it's, it's Dude, you, the that's way why it is. I haven't done a video. Because I, I do not want to call attention to it. Because it's like, I'm not saying, oh, I'm big and somebody big hasn't made a video. I just don't want to call mm -hmm. more attention. I don't want to be the one person who does a video and goes, this is amazing and has everybody shut it down. Because occasionally somebody will do a video and you'll see a company go, okay. Because yep. we know companies know it's there. Oh, There's yeah, no yeah, possibility no, it's like, of a As soon as somebody says it, it's in the yeah. real world and it has to be addressed because of IP like rights and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I get yeah. it. So I like the idea of just letting just it stew. Couple quietly weeks ago, over here. I was in yep. there looking at a brand new game and I own the game physically. And I was like, mm -hmm. well, it's in tabletop sim. Holy shit. Like, yeah. Problem, big issue with digital stuff. And that in particular is it's, it's, it, they really need to hire somebody to figure out, like, somehow to get some of the movement so you can't make as many mistakes. They have a lot of times where you drop a card off the board and you'd be like, rut row. Well, game's done. Hope yeah. you saved oh, the state. It, but for the longest time, if you did a back button, it would go like 40 minutes ago. So yeah. you'd be like, oh, I dropped a card, back button, start of the game over. I don't like, even remember what, whose turn it was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, that'll be it for us. If you guys get a chance to review, like I said, audio podcast uh, websites, Spotify. This will go up later today. So um, it's 110. So it'll probably go up around three or four. I got to upload it and do all that kind of stuff. If you guys get a chance, review the podcast, spread the word, put it on Twitter, all that kind of stuff. And I'll pick once again. From the top five, or not from the top five, sorry. I'll pick five out of the people who review it, and we'll try to give them some Hogwarts. I think that's what we'll do. And I do appreciate it, because one person already responded and said they don't wanted the game. They just wanted to review, which was nice. Cool. What were you going to say? Oh, I was, gonna say, I was laughing. I'll, you, you're going to get hog, Hogwarts. I'm like, there's a cream for that, so, yeah. you know. You're going to get pig pox. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah ho hopefully it's okay. We'll, we'll spray yeah. some... Uh, Tough acting, ten acting on there. Anyway, that's it for us. Thank you, everybody, for checking us out. Next week, we'll be back to normal with the with the big group. Peace out, mm -hmm. everybody. I gotta find the.